How's it going, everybody? I'm AJ. Welcome to Genre Geeks episode 22. With me, of course, is Darren and Matt. What's going on, fellas? I'm sleepy. <laughs> I'm up, sleepy, guys? too, so I'm sipping on a cup of joe right now. <laughs> a cup of joe, baby. Uh, so, yeah, normally we start the podcast off with uh, talk about our weeks and talk about the you know, polls from the last week and that kind of stuff, recommend, or you know, homework, that kind of stuff, but... Uh, the world is on fire, uh, so we have more to talk about that, you know, we, we're not a political podcast, we'll start this off, you know, obviously, I'm sure anyone that listens to us regularly knows that we don't talk about politics or, you know, social issues, those kind of things, but what's happening in the world right now, we're recording this on June 1st, so Monday, June 1st, so there's been a lot of things that happened over the weekend, and it uh, doesn't feel right for us to just blow by it and just keep doing the funny. So exactly. we've kind of so talked about, uh, talked to, yeah. talked to each other about it before the podcast and we've kind of made the decision to have a quick discussion about what's happening just so that way we can, in 10 years, we can look back and say that we were on the right side of history. You know, it's again, it's all, it's all about our look and our, you know, we're just, this is about the content. I'm just totally joking. Yeah. We're going to be serious for a moment. Then we'll get to the ha ha's, but yeah. the whole so point, cause you, we, we were going really back and forth on our podcast supposed to be escapism, supposed to be fun, but you're not supposed to be escaping from this. Yeah. It's, we need to have is, the conversation. We can't just, if we just, if we as a podcast just move, move past it, then like we can't, how can we expect society won't also do it? And we'll just have the same problems happening again. And you know, t- two, three, four years, like it always has been. So, but yeah, I mean, if you want to, uh, I'll make sure that AJ puts a link in the description of the podcast with like a give you know, a time, a time stamp, stamp, time code, so that you know yeah. we just get forward to get to the hahas. But right now, yeah, we're if you don't go want to hear this discussion, we, you know, we're not qualified more than anybody else to discuss these issues. But it is important for us to discuss it, you know, as part of a talk show or whatever that kind of stuff. So yeah, but if you don't want to hear it, then just go and skip to the timestamp, and we can get to the funny stuff after that. So otherwise, uh, so. Yeah, let's get into it, I guess. Uh, so, obviously, the big things that happened this weekend, uh, I said it this weekend, but <laughs> just in the world is, of course, the the murder of George Floyd. Um, I I don't really know how to get started on this, honestly. Uh, what do you, Matt, AJ, do you guys have anything that we can kind of break up, break open the can of worms? Or Yeah, so, I forgot, I, I'm so disappointed in myself for forgetting the person's name because they deserve to be quoted, but someone said that this isn't black versus white this isn't you know civilians versus cops this is good versus evil sure we're tired people i say we in the sense of just the general public are tired of racial injustice and i'm not going to qualify myself in an argument just because i am a quote person of color it doesn't matter as a human being we all retire to this where this crap and so yeah i'm uh it's sad that it took this to kind of get us to completely as a nation decide to band together and actually take a step forward, put our foot down. Well, I think businesses left and right because are, uh, making formal uh, statements and taking formal, like it's big companies, giant companies that always try to abstain and try to stay neutral are now planting their foot saying, no, this is wrong. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because, um, you know, this is not the first case of this type of thing happening. You know, like you can look back it's been going you know, just, on for years just for, the, you know, I think it was like a month or two ago, Brianna Taylor. And then like a couple of years ago with Eric, Eric Garner in New York, like, you know, this, this type of thing has been happened, has happened before. But I think the big difference what's happened now is that because of the coronavirus, there's not anything else happening in the world. And we're all just like been soaked in gas for the past like two months just waiting for a spark to like you know to ignite the flame around the world you know we're all just sitting in our homes just trying to look for something to like to latch on to 
unfortunately it was this. And so it's like, because we've all been, like I said, been sitting in our homes, it just like, it's caused this massive outrage that on a, on a subject that's happened before, you know, like, you know, Eric Gardner was, I mean, arguably worse. I mean, who knows? I, I say it, was, it wasn't arguably worse, but it was bad at the time too. I don't know if you guys remember that case from two or two, three years ago. That was the case that Colin Kaepernick was protesting back in the day. Um, and that's the other issue that I have with the whole thing is that, you know, this has happened before and I don't want it to not result in change. I, I want this to be the last time that I hear about an innocent person dying from a cop, regardless of skin color. But obviously in this case, you know, the majority of these cases have been, uh, against black individuals. And so, but I, I don't want to hear about it anymore. I don't want, I don't want in a couple of weeks, a couple of months from now to see another innocent black person being killed by a cop, you know, in terms of just using their power. And that's, it makes me sick, man. I, I, I posted a Facebook status. I'm sure you saw it obviously about, yeah. um, if I were, if I were at that gas station and I was standing there watching what was happening, you know, seeing this cop, you know, put his knee against the guy's neck, um, and then eventually killing him. Like, what could I do to save this person? There's nothing, there's nothing that any person could have done to save him aside from the cops that were there with him. You know, that those are the only people that could have done anything to stop him. But like, I can't call the police. I can't go over there and like tackle the guy and risk, risk my own life. It's like the guy was yeah, helpless. It's, it's, and, it's a bad, it's a who watches the watchman situation. And yeah, I think ultimately, I know something that you, Darren, and I, we both firmly agree on is that something needs to change. Sure. Something. Obviously, and we're not qualified to say this thing needs to change to this. I don't think anyone has an outright solution. I think we need to start having the discussion, though. Yeah, As a nation, we need to figure out something about this because obviously it's going to it's happening, been happening, and will continue to happen because... Something needs to change. There's a there's a problem in our system, whether it be cops, the entire judicial system. There's something that needs to change. And so unless we start changing things, just start changing stuff, have a conversation and let's create a board, a, a committee, something to start addressing the situation. Otherwise, what I'm truly concerned about is what's going to happen when it happens next time. Because yeah, if you think I've things are violent right now. Things are on fire right now. Imagine if something bad happens now. Yep. I'm scared and, there might be a genuine war at that point where people are going to start murdering cops. And I hope it doesn't happen. I don't want anyone to get hurt. I don't want anyone to die. This is, and it's, it's scary, dude. I've been hearing, it's very my scary. wife and I heard some gunshots the other night, but there's protests going on here in my town. And I know there's protests going in Wichita as well. Yep. Like, because we're right in, next to Houston, they have like giant parades and stuff going on right now. And when you get that many, especially like, emotional in the sense it is genuinely emotional uh justified or not there's emotions tensions are high and so if one thing pops off god knows how bad things can go sure and you mentioned earlier about the system you said you know like there's something about the system needs to change and something that i was thinking about earlier is that like you know obviously the word systemic racism is like a buzzword and all this kind of thing systemic racism is something that perpetuates and like continues to oppress um people of color specifically blacks um, and I think that the, the cop that did the murder obviously was wrong. There's no question, but the issue wasn't necessarily that the cop, um, was the bad, bad person. It was that the system allowed him to feel untouchable. That's the issue that needs to be solved. Like this person, you know, if I were in the middle of a park and I had my knee against a guy's neck, like I would feel something, some sort of risk involved with me doing that action. You know, like that, that someone would call the police and I would get killed or I would get arrested for attempted murder, whatever. There'd be something, you know, in me that would think that this is the wrong thing to do, you know, unless I was a sociopath or a psychopath, or whatever. But regardless, you know, being a logical person, like 
I know that there's something that could come from me doing what I'm doing, but he didn't really like either. He didn't consider the person a human being for whatever reason, I'm not saying it's a racist, racist necessarily, but you know, he just, he looked it down on that person for whatever reason, or he knew that he didn't have to worry about like, there's no consequences for his actions because many other police officers like him have got off with the same kind of actions. And that is the issue that needs to be solved is that the police officers have to have to know their consequences for taking innocent lives. Like it's, yeah. that's the system that we have to try to address and try to change because and if that doesn't change, then what's going to stop the next police officer from doing it again? Like if this guy gets off, if after all of this outrage, you know, Minneapolis on fire, multiple cities, you know, burning buildings, breaking, like breaking into targets, that kind of stuff, all this outrage. And a month from now, a year from now, we have another case, then yeah, you're right. It's going to be freaking, it's going to be war, man. It's going to be war. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's and I mean, this is kind of our last little bit on it. I think the big takeaway, John or Geek's stance on this is that uh, we don't, obviously we don't want anyone getting hurt, but something needs to change. Yeah. And so I'm not one of those people ever to like be like shouting some, any kind of phrases, but I mean, the, the Black Lives Matter movement, I'm glad, it's sad how long it took to really catch on and how many deaths it took for this to catch on, but th- it, they do. And the fact, like, I'm, I'm seeing so many people, and that's why I've unfriended, like, seven people on Facebook. I do, me too. I don't want to do that. So I don't want to do that, but many. I did. Because it shows me what kind of person they are. Right. And I understand the idea of trying to stay neutral in the sense of you just, you don't want to pin wrong, and you think that there's always some kind of uh, reason or, like, you know, yeah, basically just some kind of reason on both sides of an argument. If any conventional argument, there's some kind of you know, compromise that can be from both ends, but the fact that they're just like human life shouldn't matter is, or like, I don't know, this, this whole issue, like, like for example, there's one guy I unfriended because he did the whole all lives matter, blue lives matter stuff. And I'm just, he's, it flew right over his head. And that's why all these companies, that's why I'm shocked right now. All these companies, like a lot of movie companies that I'm paying attention to paramount universal, they're all check all their Instagrams. They have all these posts talking about, you know, something, something, something hashtag black lives matter. And I'm so happy that this type of thing is happening because this particular situation needs to be addressed and it needs to be fixed. And I know we had the conversation in the uh, group chat and I'm just going to bring it up here. You know, the people who are like, Oh, like all lives matter, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they should, including black people. So this is, and I, I forgot, uh, who had this example, but it's like, imagine your house is on fire. You call the, the fire department to come and then someone's like, well, all, all houses matter. Correct. But mm. our house is on fire right now. Don't the other houses don't need to be sprayed. Let's right. take care of this problem because it's a problem. Right. And so, yeah, they feel, I, I can't speak on behalf of the other two, but I know we generally as the, the genre geeks feel is that black lives do matter and that something needs to change. Yeah. Something needs and- to be fixed. And I think I, I'm not, I'm not going to go any farther, but I do want to talk about some of the good stuff. You know, the good stuff that is like I think one thing that's been very encouraging about this whole situation is that you know there isn't anyone out there that is willing to side with a police officer. You know, whereas in previous cases there were people that were trying to like defend the police officer or their actions. You know, there's no one. I, I haven't seen anyone. The, the, well, know, I don't. No, no one personally, but I've seen a bunch of douchebags online, which they're, they're always going to exist. They're but, people who are pro Hitler. Those people are going <laughs> to exist no matter yeah. what the cause is. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is like not on a mass scale. I'm sure that there are people out yeah. there, but like for the most part, I mean, even people that have in like like you were saying, like there's people that are just like kind of ridiculous, illogical. Like even a lot of those people are like, yeah, the dude is wrong. Like, and so that's a little bit encouraging because it feels like 
I hope this is genuine, uh, like a, a little bit of hope in that there is some momentum towards making things better. But yeah, like I, like I just said, I think that we're we're all you know uh, on the side of Black Lives Matter. We're here for uh, change, and uh, yeah, it's it's a tricky situation. We who knows what the, the right way to get it done is, but you know we're definitely here for change. So, um, but yeah. and uh, we segue <clears throat> seamlessly, uh, get away from the sad stuff, and segue seamlessly into the day of the week. So, um, I actually looked this up previously. I looked it up early because I wanted to start preparing a little bit of a, uh, action for these, uh, okay. these little days. So today uh, is June first as we're recording this. Uh, so today is, <laughs> I didn't look up this one too much, but let's see. So national olive day. Boo. I think olives suck. <laughs> national uh, say yeah. something nice day. <laughs> I think I we said something you. nice. <laughs> Black lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> or national go barefoot day. Oh, oh wow. you disgusting <laughs> hill people. <laughs> Where's Lee Tunings at? <laughs> Dude, my wife. So my, I have family visiting my, uh, my mom, my grandma and, uh, my grandma's kids, which is, it's weird to describe. She adopted some, uh, some kids, uh, visited me and my wife <clears throat> And uh, on their way out, they're like, hey, let's take some pictures outside. Well, all right, sir. So grabbing my little house shoes and stuff. And my wife is just about to head outside. I'm like, you're not going to put on shoes? She's like, no. I'm like, you disgusting hill person. (laughs) Put on (laughs) shoes. So much, especially with all the Rona stuff going on. How is that still an idea that you could just not wear shoes outside? I hate shoes. I hate shoes. You disgusting disgusting person you can't wash your hands and claim you're gonna live free and then you're freaking just putting your nasty bare skin (laughs) on ground there's that's where poop goes that's true Uh, so june would you put your foot in the toilet (laughs) Uh, outside is all toilet every square foot of outside is toilet to something wait how do you poop you don't put your feet in the toilet (laughs) (laughs) so june 3rd is when this episode will be released is national chocolate macaroons day Okay. Uh, also, What's a national macaroon. It's like a little like chocolate. Pa- uh, mm. Yeah, it's like a little <laughs> chocolate pastry thing. You've had them before, I think, probably. Uh. Well, it's I don't even. Uh, I, I, I look, there's a picture. I can't describe it though. I, I don't know. It's Tell it's me, just a little a little chocolate snacky thingy. Darren, uh, explain <laughs> it to me. <laughs> picture of Samoa. Okay. <laughs> picture of Samoa. Yeah. So uh, also June third is also National Egg Day. What do you think about that, AJ? The Incredible Edible Egg. And because uh, of National Egg Day, I have my top five movies featuring an egg. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. All right. So at number five, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Is there an egg? Oh, chocolate eggs. I'll give it to you. Sure. Number four, Shrek. Humpty Dumpty. Yeah, Ooh. Fiona. Humpty Dumpty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'm going to see if I can try to like recall the egg moment in these movies. Go. Number three. Absolute classic of a movie, by the way. Airplane. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. You ever seen Airplane, Matt? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, don't call me Shirley. <laughs> Excuse yeah, me, the, sir. I speak like, jive. <laughs> number two <laughs> on my top five movies featuring an egg. Sonic the Hedgehog. And my top movie of all time featuring an egg, Napoleon Dynamite. Perfect. Sure. Egg. What do you think? I don't remember it. I don't. What was the bit in Napoleon Dynamite? Are you joking? I don't remember the egg bit. Uh, Dude, he like literally like cracks open like four eggs at a time, 
and drinks it all like in one slurp. Like he just like takes an entire like mason jar full Bro, of four eggs, I'm gonna, yeah. yolk and all, and just like downs the whole thing. Yeah, I, I can't ignore Rocky. Probably has one of the best egg moments. That's what started that whole bit. The whole just like groggily go to the fridge. You get a cup, you get some eggs, and you just crack cup, crack cup, and just throw that bad boy down. You get <laughs> you can get salmonella so hardcore from that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So gross. I almost uh, actually uh, I haven't seen the movie before, but when I was doing some research on like you know egg you know, movies <laughs> that <laughs> had eggs appear in egg them, Eggman, I get it now. Sonic, it just come hit on, me. yeah. Come How'd you on not now. get that? Because I figured there would be an egg scene in Sonic. <laughs> you know, I had to have some variety in terms of the eggs. You know, I want people that were eggs. I wanted eggs that were eggs. I wanted like I was trying to find people with like really egg shaped heads, and I couldn't really find anybody. You know, so any anyways. Bruce Willis movie ever. <laughs> that, Go on. Oh, that would have been funny. Just that. Exactly, just number is three. Your top is five egg Bruce movies Will- just your just top five Bruce Willis movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying like, and number three, any Bruce Willis movie ever. Oh, you know, that's just- good. <laughs> um, but what was it? Oh yeah, but uh, Cool Hand Luke came up a bunch. Apparently, there's like that. a scene. Uh, it's it, well, it's from it, it was made in 1967, so that's one reason. Um, obviously, neither one of us have seen the. Um, but apparently, there's like there's some scene where this guy is like force fed like 48 eggs. <laughs> So that's going to be on my honorable mention because Bro. I did watch the scene, but I haven't seen the movie. So I can't say it's in my top five. I was okay. You know, so well, that exists. If any, hardcore. any people that have seen cool hand Luke, you know, I, I'm sure you're probably like just reeling right now because I didn't put it in my top five. Hey man, it's a great scene, but you know, it just, it's a process prime. You know, there's no right. way it's better. I almost put finding Nemo in there too. What do you think of finding Nemo? Oh, oh, <laughs> 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 they're dreaming. <laughs> But uh, Dude, so. can we start talking about that for a second? How bold to what? start the movie with, I think it counts as genocide at that point, the amount <laughs> of eggs that died. Hundreds. Yeah. Oh, man. So... Yeah, but. Are we all in agreement? Egg day is uh this yeah, week is our is our best so day. Is. Yeah, I'll keep I'll keep going with that. I'll keep I'll keep Bro. preparing those little uh, top fives. You know, you're gonna get to see a lot of Darren's personal record book here. So <laughs> fried, all right, fried, well, fried egg on a burger is great. Oh, that's yeah, pretty is good. Great. Do breakfast any like breakfast sandwich thing with a little egg on it. What is the best way to eat an egg? Is it fried? I'm trashy. I'm scrambled. You put ketchup on it. Oh yeah, that is pretty trashy. Ooh. Apparently, I did, I always thought I always accepted I was weird about it. I'm like, yeah, this is my thing. Everyone gives me a look when I get the ketchup when I'm eating eggs. Apparently, Amber found out that it's really common with people with allergies. I have horrible, horrible allergies. Interesting. Apparently, that's a common thing among people with allergies. I don't know well, why. I used to eat it all the time as a kid, but I just kind of stopped eating eggs by themselves. I don't really like eggs by themselves. Like I'll eat them like in a burrito. Like I love them in a burrito. I love them like on a burger. But I just like taking a fork to a scrambled egg and put it in my mouth. I just think it's kind of gross. The texture's kind of weird. So yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm just yeah. But when I did eat eggs, though, as a kid, I ate it with ketchup just because it was like, I don't know. It just made the sauce is the best. Or salsa. Yeah, both. All right. I put hot. Amber does salsa. I do hot sauce and ketchup. Did you say hot sauce or salsa, Matt? What? I did the same thing. That's oh, what I okay. Said. I, th- I thought I heard you say barbecue sauce. Hot sauce that's is why not I was the confused. same as salsa, but that's fine. No, I know plebeian barbecue sauce that'd be so gross put some okay, a one some eggs Ooh. i kind of want to try that now though do you guys know what fry sauce is you talking about like the just like like cane honey sauce? mustard it's type called stuff, fry or? sauce like you, there's a lot of restaurants and stuff i will have literally okay. there's ketchup mustard and a bottle with the word fry sauce on it yes i do you know what it literally is 
No, no but it's I don't just really ketchup like and it. mayonnaise. <laughs> just mixed together. And yeah, like there's like little <laughs> variations that make it. You know, big. Some people apparently add pe- uh, pickle juice. Some people add like pepper and other. But like the ingredients are is just ketchup and mustard. That blew my mind. And mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, ketchup and mayonnaise. That's but, weird. Yeah, that is weird. So, <laughs> how was your guys' weeks? Do you want to do the polls first? Sure. All right, let me go over the polls. Uh, So from last week, we had four polls. First one was, is a hot dog the best food to eat while tap dancing? I stand by that. (laughs) I forgot about that question. (laughs) 71% of the audience said no. (laughs) Oh, boo. I defy you. I challenge you. They said no because they're not cheating. Presents a better option. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering then what is the best food because I can't think of a better food. Like, I mean, obviously hot, it's a com- piping hot soup maybe? <laughs> <laughs> egg. <laughs> Bar- barbecue and eggs. Yeah, there you go. Second poll was is Delaware a state? <laughs> 63% of the audience said yes. I'm surprised you by that. freaking scrubs. <laughs> what part of Delaware are you from? <laughs> yeah, prove it. Prove it. Prove it. Prove it. Have you ever been there? Prove it. It's like Australia. It doesn't really <laughs> exist. <laughs> Do you know how to pronounce the word epic? Let's see. Let's hear Epoch. all the liars. How many liars? Epi- what percentage of people are liars? Or Amber? 67% of the audience said no. So pretty. Uh, I'm proud th- of you. Th- th- I'm, I'm proud of that too. Okay. And own your th- shame. Those that answered yes is probably like they probably were pronouncing it wrong, and then yeah, they thought like, they were yeah, pronouncing epoch? it wrong. Right. I can absolutely say epoch. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't even know they're saying it wrong. <laughs> that brings me to a point, real quick. There are. Do you guys have words that you? I'm not a grammar Nazi, but there are certain words that if you say it wrong, I always notice it. I may not always internalize it or I uh, sorry vocalize it, but yeah. I always hate. I have two. And Darren, you actually said one, I think, last episode. You may have done it in passing, not realizing it, but irregardless. No, okay. I know what you're saying. I I remember listening back to it. I think it was just that the word ended with... I, I, I We need to listen back to it. Okay. I, I, we need That's to go fine. back if, to yeah, it. But I, I, I know because I, I never hear you say it, but... You when said, I heard I, myself yeah. say that, when, when I heard myself say it on the podcast last episode, I thought, that sounded <clears> like irregardless, but I know I didn't say that, okay. like, but like, so there was like a if little... If you say you know, the word yeah. irregardless, you're wrong. That's not a word. <laughs> it's just regardless. <laughs> Sure. The other one is, uh, oh no, why am I forgetting it? Oh no, uh, you guys say yours. I got to think of what my what mine is. What my say what say what? What do like you just say? words that like if someone says it like mispronounces it like it's a word Dude, that people that always mispronounce to you or something. That crap it gets me all the time. I I don't know. I like I have a really weird word thing with like spelling. Oh, man, like, why I can't I like remember I'm, my word? I'm pretty good about like spelling words, and so like <laughs> Brandy is not very good at spelling words. So she'll text me all the time and just like. I don't know. Auto- autocorrect can't even save her sometimes. So, <laughs> yeah, I just use voice to speech when I don't know how to spell something. That's pretty smart, actually. But like, that is pretty. Even clever. AJ, like, what? Well, yeah, what was it? Egregious. That was the other day you sent to in, in the text message. I, you dude, said egregious. Apparently, it was like, the way I butchered spelling the word. You were but apparently that far the way off. I butchered it was like I guess a word or the spell check was like you. Maybe that's a name because we don't know what you're <laughs> yeah. freaking trying to spell. Dude, you, yeah, you completely missed that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the last poll was: Is boxing just an evolved version of tag? Sixty-seven percent of the audience said yes. All right, <laughs> nice. so we're all in agreement. I'm happy so with go that. ahead and add <laughs> tag to the Olympics. <laughs> But uh, so weeks, how was everyone's week? 
Uh, not bad, Matt. Do you want to talk about it while I rack my brain? Because I, I, I can why, I feel the why? word, but I can't you know what my answer say is. the word. <laughs> Matt's like, uh, I you know what my answer is. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's okay. It's pretty good. I mean, yeah, nothing literally happened. Just watch the world catch on fire and then uh, work, eat, sleep, repeat. <laughs> nothing else. You got nothing. You can play no games. You can watch no shows. Uh... I mean, oh, should we go over homework? Oh, yeah, we, we can. can. We, Towards the we end. Can, uh, yeah. We or, can do that in tandem or something like that. That's fine. I mean, part of your well, week is fine. Okay, too. so I I did my homework, and yeah. I watched The Last Dance, those two episodes. I need to watch more of Dave, because I want to finish that. Yeah, Boa. Um, you also watched Uncut Gems, too. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yes. so did I. Yeah. <laughs> Oh so yeah, that's something we can kind of like talk about. Yeah, real quick. we can. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, that's uh. So, uh, do you want to say often? Go ahead and... That's the word. Often. Oh, thank God. Often. It was. If you spell it, it wrong or what? It's it's spelled often. What? Yeah, sure, sure. But it's pronounced often. You ignore the t. Oh yeah, it's right. just so often. It's, I hear it's so, a cultural thing. I know. I hear so many people. But it's just wrong. You, it's not a cultural thing to say a word incorrectly. Well, like the South says coke instead of soda that's like, a think, different word but there, it's imagining if people were saying coke is like kake it's just wrong you're, you're okay, saying the word wrong so what about syrup and syrup that could be an enunciation thing but like it's the same you're acknowledging you're not ignoring certain letters and stuff for well the thing is ignoring certain letters is just wrong for example when you want to say salmon you're wrong it's salmon here you go or uh, salmon it's yeah it's 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 salmon but yeah that I mean, word I, Honestly, often. I say I say both. I say often and often. It's often. If you say with a T, you're saying the word wrong, and that drives me insane. I'm looking is the it up T right really now. Silent? It's the T is silent. I learned that I, in a um in a speech I feel class. Like I, oh, that, what is English, bro? <laughs> it's a hodgepodge of languages, dude. It's like we choose to have words and certain. You always have the people that like they go for the low hanging fruit. Like my bits are. I'm not going to Kanye myself, but I'm proud of the, my rants and my bits that I go on. But like the low hanging fruit that like most people go with is like, why do words have letters in them if you don't say them? Because like, they come from language. <laughs> the original language had the words in it. Like kernel is a freaking travesty. The word kernel is ridiculous. Kernel is pre- bad. The kernel way is very Yeah, bad. the way you enunciate it and the way it's actually spelt. That's just the, we go ahead and chop that one up to a loss, but well, it's it's yeah. also like red. Like, am I talking about how I read a book or the color red? Yeah, I mean that's just it's not even close to as bad as kernel, though. Yeah, you can read the word red in any context or like any variation of the word red and be like, oh yeah, the word red. But if you look at the kernel, you're like colonel. Like, yeah, colonel exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's. But that, yeah, the uh, word often. Some speech teacher in whatever grade taught me that, and now that's it. It drives me crazy. We can have a conversation about sherbet or sherbet or sherbert because apparently that one is just a hodgepodge as well. But the word often, it's often. Often, yeah. Sure. Often. sound. You realize how dumb you sound when you say like, yeah, we uh we go to the store often. It's, we go yeah, there it's also often. It's like, you know, you just be lazy. You know, you don't have to add that extra syllable. Yeah, just there. often. Yeah, it's just the, the just use your phone it. as a phone of lang- of the language. Just do it as is. Extra <laughs> effort makes you worse. Just often. Anyway, so, uh, what were we talking about? Uncut, Uncut gems. gems. Uncut Gems. So, I watched it again since our last conversation. 
Oh, okay. So, huh. Matt, do you want to start, or do you want me to start, or? Um, I'll just start with I enjoyed the movie. Don't get me wrong. Okay. I just didn't like so the movie definitely definitely ninety percent of the movie is tense and there's tension and gives you anxiety feelings. But I like I was telling Darren at work, AJ, like in our group text when we were talking about the movie, when Darren didn't like the music, I loved the type of music that was playing, but since I love that type of music and space music, just like that kind of ominous music, the times it was placed not very well, I think, because and like it just like Darren was saying, it just randomly plays sometimes and like I think I've like watching Uncut Gems has made me realize how much uh like music affects my feeling in a movie, I guess. Because mm-hmm. uh those random times that would be playing music that I like, that would be like that would rest my tension, basically. Yeah, kinda of loosen you up a little bit, it makes sense, but yeah, I mean kinda of going off what Matt said too. I also watched it, so this is a little bit little part of my week as well, but um, I also watched it and, you know, I liked everything except for that part of the movie. That was the only part that I kind of thought that was weird. Like, especially the beginning scene in the movie where it's like, you know, the scene happened for like, you know, it was like the opening scene was like, you know, maybe 10, 15 minutes. And like through the entire time I was playing like this weird space music. And I thought I was like, when is it going to stop playing this music? It was just like kind of uncomfortable. Not necessarily uncomfortable. It was just like, just weird. I just didn't, didn't really think it fit very well. And then it would show up randomly in different types, types of the movie. And like, and then maybe some like uh, artistic justification for it being there in terms of like, maybe it signaled a certain shift in the character's emotions or I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm sure you probably have some justification in, in their AG somewhere, but I just think that I, maybe I appreciate the music, but I didn't really think I liked it very much. It was just distracting. But um, otherwise I love the movie. I thought I was on my the edge of my seat the entire time. Um, I don't think it's a movie for, movie for everyone. Obviously, Brandy didn't like it very much. Um, but it's certainly a movie that uh, if you enjoy suspenseful movies, thrillers, I wouldn't say thriller necessarily, but, you know, suspenseful anxiety movies, if you like the feeling of anxiety, you know, at least on a short-term basis, then, yeah, it's a great movie. Adam Sandler was incredible. So, but AJ, um, you know, we've already heard your thoughts in the you know, AJ Rants About podcast, but what are your thoughts about our thoughts? Let's just do that. Uh, let me start with the obligatory everyone's entitled to their opinion. Movies are art, <laughs> so however you feel looking at the art is your interpretation of it. I'm also firmly of the belief that if most people think that your opinion on it is wrong, then you're wrong. <laughs> okay. Uh, <clears throat> most people look at Logan Paul and be like, I love his videos. Is he wrong from his perspective? Absolutely not. If we all as a community agree that that's dumb, then did a tree fall in the forest kind of thing. <laughs> okay. So I, let me start off with, I adored this movie. Everything about it landed with me. I love the music in it. The music to me fits the movie perfectly because it's literally called uncut gems. It's about a jeweler. It's a, the little MacGuffin thing in this movie is a opal, like this mystical, whatever opal. And the synth music is very, spacey beautiful but like it feels the music feels like jewelry to me Hmm. and so that works for me and that's absolutely appropriate to me uh the movie to me is a master class of tension in how like scenes that don't even need tension to exist have it like the scene with uh kevin garnett 
finally returning the opal, which that's already like 10 layers of anxiety right there. Sure. He finally is returning the opal to Adam Sandler in his store and they're stuck in the little like uh, security door. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, oh my God, how is this going wrong? Exactly. Like, that's, right then it's like, what's going to happen right now? What you're is like, how can this possibly go wrong? It's like, right. he's got the opal. Yay. The door won't open. You're like, oh my God. And like, you feel this like tension of like, he's just going to go. He's a major celebrity. He's just going to leave. Why? Yeah. Why he has no obligation to stick around. Like it's all this stuff. And uh, I mentioned it in the, in my rant about uh, the scene where Adam Sandler is getting freaky with uh julia fox yep in the room even that scene it's a it if you look at it from a suit like objective standpoint it's just a super sensual uh scene but even that scene i was having tension of like oh god is she gonna like be cheating on him mm-hmm. is there like something why she's like trying to like oh so you're like right around the corner uh yeah 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 and like she's like on the phone and like okay what is gonna go wrong here like there's non-stop build of tension and i just i loved all the characters I hate like I though I don't have to necessarily like them, but I loved them. Like I hated I hated the bad guys. I loved, but I loved them for being what they are. Like it's just even Mar- I even forgot Martin Scorsese is the goddamn executive producer for this movie. Really? Wow. Yeah. I mean, actually, his name, by the way, is Scorsese, but I'm I'm trying to adjust my way of saying it. <laughs> I've I've been on this thing recently of like if I don't know how to pronounce someone's name, I'll just look up a bunch of interviews and hope the interviewer says their name and then judge the actor's reaction to it. Okay. But like, yeah, so Uncut Gems to me is a masterpiece of a movie. It's in my top 10. And actually, so I have a list on my phone right now, if you guys are interested, of what my top 10 movies are. You just keep that for yourself, not for the podcast? uh, sort of, yeah, and it's been changing out. I'm not to every single time I mess that is with such it. Every an AJ so many... thing that is so on brand for you. Yeah, it, it is. So I'm on that brand. extra. But the problem just is, like I keep switching stuff out. Maintaining a top ten list just for your own purposes. That's so well, funny. The, as much as the movie guy, I gotta be able to fire that from the hip. I gotta be I able know. to have it loaded. I know. Just so my top ten like... movies in no order at all, and this changes literally every time I touch this list. Okay. No order at all. These are just if you make it in the top ten, you're considered a favorite for me. Uh, Casino Royale. Okay. The James Bond movie. That's my favorite James Bond movie. One of my, it's one of the movies too. Oh, let me also mention this about my favorite movies. That doesn't mean I think they're the best movies ever. It okay. doesn't mean that I think that they're the most well-made, best directed, best acted. I just enjoyed these movies the most. Okay. Uh, for whatever reason. So uh, Casino Royale, uh, obviously uncut gems. Rocky, the OG Rocky movie. Wow. I just, I keep going back to it. Wow. Uh, Jaws. Wow. The, uh, yeah, the, uh, everyone knows Jaws. I don't need to go into it. That's like worse than your Otis Punkmeyer pick, honestly. You're at it. You're freaking ridiculous. <laughs> Dude, it's the original freaking uh, blockbuster. That movie changed <laughs> cinema. Uh, Django Unchained. I rewatched that one the other day too. I restarted my, uh, every year I go through all of Tarantino's movies. Uh, I watched uh, Django Unchained and then I just watched the Netflix ex- uh, extended edition of of uh, hateful eight incredible yeah. movies, but uh, yeah, yeah. Django Unchained. I just, I love watching that movie. Great movie. The matrix, the OG matrix, uh, dodgeball. <laughs> I want wow. to also have a rounded thing. I want a comedies in there as well. Oh, You'll man. notice there's no consistent years. There's no consistent. There might be actually a little bit of consistent uh, genres here, but <laughs> dodgeball. I just, I love watching that movie. I'm never unhappy watching that movie. I always look forward to when I start up that movie, Matt, put it on the poll. Is Dodgeball in your top 10 movies of all time? (laughs) (laughs) 
I think it's a, I think it's one of the funniest movies ever. The it shouldn't exist the way it does, and the actors that are in it is ridiculous. But I love it. It's I hope so it gets funny. a lot of yeses. I hope it gets like eighty percent yes. I really well, because so. here's the problem: when you do that, people are going to go to like, oh no, I think Lord of the Rings is the best movie of all time. I, I think uh, Endgame is the best movie of all time. But I think people understand they've the people that vote in our in our. Uh, polls know well enough that our polls are nonsense so i hope yeah. that people get the joke you know <laughs> hope they, hope they uh, the so joke. my last uh last few here hell or high water which i'm sure no one here has seen nope uh incredible movie it's on netflix uh reservoir dogs tarantino's oh, first movie that's we, probably that has been my number one movie for years now uh but and then the departed martin scorsese his masterpiece of a movie uh, Jack, one of my my favorite Jack Nicholson movies, The Departed. So those are my top ten movies. If you're uh want the movie guys, top ten movies. And next time you hear me like talk about it, you'll probably hear stuff switched out. That's how I am, dude. My but, um, yeah. my friends and I actually started Hell or High Water the other night. Really, I'm we never, dude, we never finished it, but because <laughs> we got dude, sidetracked. But <laughs> I think you're already watching it wrong. You got to sit through that movie like as a as a thing. Well, and here's another question, Matt. How many times did you touch your phone during uh, Uncut Gems? Actually, none. Okay, proud of you. No, nothing more to say there. I like. I enjoyed the movie. I just didn't feel like I. Again, I felt the tension, but like I didn't. It didn't. I just didn't stick with me. I that's guess. fine. That's fine. It's just not your thing. I. I. I that's fine. Yeah. I absolutely. I, it landed really hard for me. And for definitely for me too. I remember like I was like, telling Matt uh, at work. I basically once I finished the movie, I started trying to talk to Brandy about it, but she was like mad. She didn't like it at all. She was just like she didn't want. She just said I didn't like. I don't like it. I don't talk about it. Like okay, well I just watched a movie that I'm like freaking. You know it's hurt hurts me. Like I'm like genuinely shaking right now. Like my chest feels heavy. Like I need to talk to someone about this. So I just like I'm gonna go to the go to the bedroom and just like lay there for a second and figure <laughs> out figure it out. And that's when I started texting you guys. And so that Dude. helped me a little bit, you know, get the, get the freaking tension off me because I was just like, this is ridiculous. It was so much. It just never You should stopped. watch Dodgeball. It's a good palate cleanser. <laughs> Dodge, dodgeball. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll just be in a happy mood. But dude, it, that movie is, again, it's two, a master class of it, of anxiety and but even watching watch it a second time. Thrillers. <laughs> I wouldn't want to watch two thrillers back to back though. You know, I mean, that's just too much for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh so the that rest of your weeks how's uh besides uncut jumps um the only other thing that i uh well only a couple things that i did was i, I listened to a big a, a lot of the um dissect podcast again um mm-hmm. about the second half of the damn album um i'm about to be starting the episode where they break down fear the one nice. of my favorite songs on that track on the album um, so I'm really excited to hear that one because it's also a two-part episode. You know, it's two different 30 minutes, and of course that that song is like 14 minutes long. So I figured it'd be a longer episode. Also, it seems like a really important song in the album's narrative. So uh, I, dude, it's just nuts to me. It, there is just so much depth to that album, and also just Kendrick Lamar's lyrics, and it's so impressive to me. Like, it, it, like especially now, that, dude, it's super like relevant right now yeah i can't wait to hear the next album <laughs> you know like he's that's probably sad but yeah it. you know freaking kendrick's gonna have a banger album next after all this crap absolutely and yeah it it's one thing that i think is really cool about uh, kendrick's albums is that they are seamless they have been telling like, like i think i mentioned this last time too just how 
well they he's been telling a story since good kid good kid mad city and every album since then has just been a continuation and that's so cool because i mean i don't know maybe other artists do that i don't know i don't know enough about that i just think that's really really cool so i if you like like hip-hop if you like you know kendrick lamar or i don't know if you're just an analytical person definitely recommend checking that podcast out it's on spotify or is it only on spotify aj or is it on, on other platforms it's on other <laughs> platforms as well Okay, so it's produced by Spot. It's like Joe. Ro- well, not Joe Rogan's thing. It's not exclusive, but it, it is uh, produced by Spotify. Okay, yeah, I would definitely recommend checking <clears throat> it out if you uh, haven't already. So, but yeah, yeah, that's honestly. I mean, other than other than that, um, very occasionally playing some Animal Crossing here and there, playing disc golf, you know, the standard stuff. So, but uh, AJ, how was your week? Good. I started this movie literally today. And I was going through Hulu and one of the movies suggested for me is a movie literally called the Mandela effect. And I I didn't read the description. I didn't, I just, I started the movie and I only got about 20, 30 minutes in, but it's literally about a guy discovering the Mandela effect Mm -hmm. and like spiraling down the rabbit hole. That's so weird. And so like literally like it made me upset initially where it's uh, a guy like, talking to his daughter and he's reading her Berenstein Bears book. And then he looks at the name Berenstein Bears and goes, huh? (laughs) And then like, he like talks to his, uh, his brother-in-law and, uh, he's like, what was, how, what was the name of that book you read as a kid with the bear family? He's like, Oh, the, the Bernstein bears. Right. Cause they were Jewish. Right. And he was like, you think so? And he shows him the book and he's like, Oh, okay. And like that's, and that's it. And like, then like his, he starts going down the rabbit hole and like his wife is like, uh, his wife's like, honey, what's wrong? He's like, can you picture the monopoly man? <laughs> she's like, yeah. He's like, describe him. And she's like, oh, white guy, monocle. He's like, yeah, yeah. And he grabs the box. No monocle. And I'm like, this movie. That's hilarious. Oh my God. It's so terrible so far. It's every kind of wrong cliche. I was calling it. I'm like, when is he going to bring out the giant cork board with the red string and like stuff? But like, he didn't do yeah. that yet, but he brought out the clear whiteboard the see through whiteboard with yeah. like the like writing on and i'm like oh my god this stupid movie <laughs> but so it funny. it is interesting to me because again i'm only about 20 minutes in 30 minutes in and it got to the point where he's like considering multi, the the parallel universe theory where some of us are from a parallel universe that merged with our own after this like particle <laughs> accelerator accelerator in real life that like blew up in 2008 that's apparently around the time that all this mandela effect stuff started kicking in oh my gosh yeah, the movie. I cannot wait to finish this movie. Really it's funny. terrible so far, and I can't wait to rant about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I did that. Uh, rewatched the Hateful Eight, the extended edition, which I, if you have the time, it's four hours, man. Wow. Yeah, no, it's very good. They added. I forgot how much stuff they added in that movie. Okay, question. But I will point Should... out. <clears throat> was it Matt? Go ahead. Uh, I will point out there is a scene in the movie that I really want you guys to pay attention to because as I was watching it, I was getting super giddy and Amber didn't give a crap, but there's a scene where Daisy Domergue is playing a guitar and in the background, there's stuff going on. Characters are interacting and talking and it's a single shot of her. Oh, sorry of her uh, playing the guitar and the focus in the, in that scene is insane because it's focused on her in the foreground In the background, you have stuff going on and she's playing the guitar. She looks behind her at the people. The focus shifts really quickly to them in the background. She turns her head back. The focus cuts back to her Looks real <laughs> quick back, back, back to her. The focus. I can't imagine the focus guy having to like 
do like adjust the focus ring that quickly on a, on the fly because she could look at any point unless they literally like rehearsed when she was going to turn around like or whatever. Yeah. So in that's in that movie, there's a scene where she is looking like she's playing the guitar. It's a very noticeable scene. Pay attention to like the focus during that scene. It's insane. It's very cool. Uh, uh, we're saying that should. So I haven't seen the hateful eight. I want to watch it. Should I watch? Should I start with the extended version or just the normal one? Uh, that is a fantastic question. I think you can watch the extended edition first because it is in our segments. So you don't have to, if you know, you don't want to have to sit through the entire movie. You don't have to, you just have to sit through hours, basically one hour at a time, each episode. It's edited in a great way that it makes sense to be episodic. <clears throat> yeah. The, and the, movie itself the extra is information. What's up? I was going to say the movie itself is naturally like, you know, there's like breaks in the action in terms of there's chapters. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, I don't know if you know how much you know about it, Matt, but it's like, it's supposed to be, or like it was written for like a theater, like literally as a play. It Um, feels like a play. Yeah. Yeah. So Hmm. it was, it wasn't written for that. I thought that was like the, I don't believe so. I think it was just Tarantino's, uh, he wanted like a theater type film. Okay. I don't remember. I don't, I'm not saying that isn't true. I just don't remember hearing that. Okay, uh, I thought I remember you, you tell me that. Maybe, maybe you guys, maybe I just. Yeah, I said it you, felt like a play, and like it should be a play, sort sure. of. Like I just, I could, I every, when you watch the movie, you could be like, I totally feel this being a play. Right, but so I guess my point with that was is that like AJ was saying, like watching it, the four hours, one hour broken up, it won't really take much of the way into the movie. I, at least I don't think so. You know, like the the first experience watching the movie will be different because you watch it all together. But like I don't know, I think it's. It's the same the stuff, extra so. information there's a few mm. things that i wish they would have added or kept in the theatrical cut mm. i won't spoil it but if you re- if you watch the extended edition there's extra information that to me is valuable okay and uh it doesn't necessarily worsen the movie and the point's still there but the little the the little bit of extra information in my opinion makes rewatch that much better so okay. yep mm. uh did that watch django obviously and oh the movie's so good Watched that was a big movie week. So uh, also Amber and I watched a uh, a flower competition show because I want to be fair to her. <laughs> we we watch all my crap all the time, and so we watched this flower competition thing where there's it's literally like I don't know if you guys have seen this. They're like giant no. flower things, and so for example, this episode was bugs. <clears throat> you had to do a giant bug statue, basically that's like the wire frame of a bug, and then you decorate it with flowers and like rope and crap and dude it is so awful amber and i haven't even we didn't even discuss it we watched the first episode and then we literally never brought it up again because i thought it was so terrible it's a cookie cutter competition show so let's meet our contestants right it's british but i'm not gonna do that it's like we have this quirky couple we have these bickering couple and they're like all right your theme this week is bugs and they're like i don't know what i'm gonna do i've never done bugs before like (laughs) the cliche yeah all right contestants you have eight hours go it's lego masters it's iron chef it's every competition like that ever which is you know it's this it's the format i'm fine with it dude i miss iron chef it's just so uninteresting (laughs) (laughs) and like it's not even like flowers for like if you're a flower person where like even brandy you could be like oh these are i can't even make up a thing rose lilies and like petunias yeah it's not even that it's just like oh i use these because they're orange and it's gonna fit my theme like it's just garbage (laughs) so that sucked uh i do have amber going through uh brooklyn i9 
because we we finished all of our sitcoms. Uh, so that's fun. Well, uh, did you see the new sitcom with uh, Steve Carell, Space Force? Dude, I, I have actually, not. I know John Ralphio's in it. Yeah. I actually watched uh, two or three episodes. Me and Dylan did. I do. Should I check it out? One. I. Uh oh. Uh, Understand that my judgment on this is going to be like Parks and Rec, The Office, okay, Community. No. That's, that's literally really? what I told Dylan. I was like, they're trying to recreate The Office. And he's like, I don't know, man. I think it'll be decent because they know they can't recreate The Office. And I was like, Lawrence has never to. trust Dylan's opinion ever on movies. <laughs> that's <laughs> fine. I have bad taste. I can't cook worth a crap. Just don't trust his movie taste <laughs> or his show taste. It 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 has some funny bits, but it's definitely not a show where you can rewatch it. Like those bits won't be funny the second time. Mm, I gotcha. Hmm. Now that's my week. I don't know. You check it out. I guess I don't know. So homework from last week. Um, okay. So caveat. I tried a lot. Yeah. I didn't realize that stupid show is behind a paywall. I thought I I thought it wasn't. I didn't know that. I guess. Um, so I don't know if I should be shamed because I I took effort in it. You had to. So the last hey, my get shamed twice in a row. I tried though. So my homework was to watch two, <laughs> Matt and I's homework was to watch two episodes of The Last Dance. I went on Hulu. It was there, but you got to have live TV to watch this freaking documentary. Matt, let's do a, a one really quick quiet shame. Okay, you ready? It's a three, sure. Go ahead. Three, two, one. Shame. shame. That mildly didn't feel very good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to. I couldn't though. I, I I wish they would just put that crap on Netflix or just put it I on Hulu know. with ads. It it probably will be eventually. Yeah. It's, uh, probably not, it's, it's probably not because it's still like people are still talking about it. Mm. It's disappointing. Maybe it might just like. Well, the thing is, I can't even give you our password because it's uh, actually uh, Brandy's grandma's uh, Hulu account, like that we use. So, and the, really... if you the Hulu will crack down on you if you're using too many locations. Yeah. So I don't. I like. I want you to watch it, but I also don't want you to just like. I don't pay know. I'll, just I'll to watch it. So, but uh, I'll try to figure something out. Find find it on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll so, uh, I'll uh, sail the seven seas. Maybe I'll find it for yeah. You know what? I'll, maybe oh, oh oh oh. I see what you're doing now. I see what you're doing. I get. I'll borrow a borrow a copy from my buddy Jack. <laughs> so, Matt, what did you think? Uh, definitely. So, first episode was about just the setup of like, if for some reason you don't know who Michael Jordan is. Sure, he's very very good basketball player. He basketball's he, really he good. He got. Very popular. He was he. The French people wanted to talk to him. Everyone wanted to talk to him. All this, this, and that. He was very good. That's basically he impregnated what half was. of Europe during the Olympics back in the day. Yeah. What did you think of the French guy asking him for an autograph, and then he didn't even respond? That to is him? so funny and cringy <laughs> at the same time. The, you like, haven't seen that, Matt, AJ, but there's literally a scene in the last dance, the first episode, so funny. where a French guy walks up to him and he's like, it's like a reporter. It's like he's been in the party. He, like, he like works for the company that Michael Jordan's like, like When does this thing right happen, timeline-wise? This is like... Uh, Back in the 90s. Yeah, it, it's the more current timeline. There's two timelines in the whole last dance, so it's like ninety six, ninety seven. Okay. Like when this all, so it, it's not not the guy. He doesn't work for the film crew, the documentary crew. He works like for the media that for is for the like, French French talk show. 
Yeah, there you go. There you go. And so like he walks up to Michael Jordan and says, uh, can I get you autograph, please? And Michael Jordan doesn't even say anything. He looks over his shoulder at the guy that's like his bodyguard and then bodyguard just moves him away. And that's all. That's all that happens. He doesn't even it's say so, anything. That's a yeah. baller move, dude. It's that's so Jay-Z funny. stuff right there. It's so funny. <laughs> People don't realize, dude, like we idolize Michael Jordan, but we don't realize how much of a douchebag he was. Dude, absolutely. A, he, you can't, and that's, that shows you, you can't be the greatest of all time without that without that i think you can though i disagree with that do you I definitely disagree really with that. who do you think is like in that league of jordan because I, I idolize and love muhammad ali and he seems like he was pretty douchey to the press and stuff as well no muhammad ali but the difference is that muhammad ali was very 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 socially active and like for his causes whereas michael jordan was the exact opposite he stayed away from everything like one of the things to talk about in the last dance and then one of the later episodes was uh one of the mayor the mayors of chicago at the time was like a very very outwardly racist person but like and so they were trying to get michael jordan to out you know come out and support the opposition you know this this black candidate like they were trying to reform chicago and they needed michael jordan's endorsement and michael jordan was like no i don't really care basically how it happened and so it's like that's the kind of thing where it's like muhammad ali would have been like yeah like that's you should not be racist like so that's what i'm saying is like yeah you be a douchebag but like i don't think that you you can also be a douche or you can be a really good person while still being the best in my opinion at least but um, okay matt what did you what else were you gonna say about it though uh, i was just gonna say I've, the second episode was about uh scotty pippen and talking about him and how he was the greatest number two of all time and all and um fun trivia yeah, dude. darren and i got to see him sort of he we were in the what? same room when during Dirk's oh, last game? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, that's right. Yeah, we, we saw him at whenever Dirk's... Uh, we were in the cool. same building as that man. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but, uh, dude, I, like, Scottie Pippen's voice is, like, freaking robot, dude. It's bad. Like, uh, it's bad. Uh, that's, he's that quiet Leonard, and he just wants to play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, I... I episode two really isn't like I mean there's not really much to say about it I feel like because like it was really just like oh this is who Scottie Pippen is and he decided to not play for this final season because he's underpaid and all that stuff yeah the only thing that I thought I mean in human history you can't spoiler alert real history but (laughs) spoiler alert Hitler was awful (laughs) (laughs) he loses the world war god dang it I'm not even gonna bother watching now (laughs) I'm I'm only to 1860 are you joking (laughs) 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 but there were some funny parts from everything but yeah and that's I guess that probably should bring out like you know I have definitely failed my job in terms of getting a second Darren Rant about it's hard dude like because the last time I the only time I was able to do a Darren Rant about was like I had two hours Brandy was gone the kid was with uh, with my mom and so I was like okay I'm just gonna just bust this out real quick and I just did it it was quick easy but I just haven't had that I haven't had that chance I worked like six days in a row last week and so I just didn't really have that time to do it so I gotcha. I, I'm sorry I'm sorry fans I know you want it I know I'm just I mean, for those I'm, of us who are who refuse to pass that paywall you're our only <laughs> hope for getting the information of the last dance <laughs> So, but, uh, uh, Darren, how was your homework? Oh, yes. My homework was with the first two episodes from AJ and then the, the second or the third and fourth episode from Matt of Community. Uh, so I watched them all like 
I mean, what, two and a half hours ago? So essentially, like, you procrastinate as long as I could. But, you know, intentional procrastination so I could have it all, you know, in my brain, you know there what I mean? Go. So, there's a um, move. <laughs> dude, that show is really funny. <laughs> yes. I was, it, I was, it is pleasantly surprised with how funny it was. Like, um, there's no way to like, oversell it, especially like the. I don't know. It's like the first four episodes of the show. And I feel like a lot of times, like early on in the show, it's not nearly as funny, um, you know, until like they find what the funny is, you know, trying to find the bits or whatever. But like, it was funny. Like there were a lot of funny bits. Like what's this? Uh, Donald Glover, like his character is really Troy. funny. Yeah. They, they're the only thing I'll say it. It's a great, great show. And the characters are obviously what make that show work. But Troy's character and Britta's character are the ones that I feel like go through the most growth and they get hysterical as the show progresses. Really? Like I said, the first episode of Community is the most formulaic and Britta admitted Dan Harmon, the writer and creator of the show and he wrote the pilot admits that he's like, yeah, Britta was basically just a mannequin in the first episode. He was just the girl or she was just the girl. Uh, (laughs) She absolutely develops this incredible character later and then Troy once he really links up with Abed becomes incredible dude they're uh, Darren those four episodes that you watched was the closing credits bit was Troy it always Abed in the morning yeah dude that's always like that's almost my favorite part of every episode esta biblioteca. so funny <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, that was the second episode the end of it that was really cool <laughs> like they like that's a recurring bit that goes on with the rest of the show and IRL like they did really? panels in real life and like that they do that like in back when the show was airing they did that bit during like panels that's my, really cool my friends and I like back when quarantine first started we did the Netflix party and we were watching that show mm-hmm. and we were actually watching it watching it consistently and we haven't watched it in a while even though we can watch it dude all screw together, them IRL. watch the show by yourself it's I, so I, great I keep, I keep telling them I'm like guys when we're gonna watch the community again I wanna watch the community cause like Evan already freaking watched no all of it no one knows who Evan is no I <laughs> didn't I just said Evan I wasn't explaining who he was that's the problem but, no <laughs> okay <laughs> but yeah I wanna watch more of it yeah so Darren uh what do you, like you said it's hysterical like do you, th- you see your, you and brandy continuing to watch it yeah no doubt no doubt uh i mean like there was like multiple multiple uh parts of the episode that i was like laughing really hard like <laughs> one of the funniest scenes that i remember <laughs> was they uh whatever that dude's name is i can't remember his name but he's in like a bunch of movies he's like plays like the dead poets teacher basically dead poet society teacher oh yeah yeah i know what you're talking about like seize the day yeah exactly yeah <laughs> he says, oh, okay dude, okay yeah Just, i will have a birthday cake <laughs> seize the- that's he so says, funny. okay, you know what? Uh, Just stand on your desk. Stand on your desk. You know, everybody, everybody, stand on your desk. <laughs> like, why don't we stand on our desks? And the girl falls. <laughs> she falls hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I laughed so hard at that part. It was just so perfect. I don't know. Yeah, that, I really have enjoyed the four episodes I've watched. It's yeah, there's so no doubt good. We'll like, it's, it's so on, good. It's honestly, I think it's better than uh, Person Wreck. Like, it's definitely probably one of my favorite shows of all time now i think it's funnier than i'm not parks even and out rec. of se- i'm not even out of season one yet too i think it's wow. funnier than parks and rec but parks and rec is a better all-rounded show because community unfortunately the fourth season again is bad and every the literally the actors and stuff admit it's bad because dan Harmon got fired before the fourth season hmm. 
uh, they got him back for the fifth season, but then also the show starts losing characters. Chevy leaves the show. Yeah. Uh, tr- uh, Donald Glover leaves the show. Uh, y- Yvette Brown, Brown. Uh, Shirley it, leaves the it, show it before Brown, yeah. the sixth season. Oh, wow. It happens. And so Parks and Rec to me is the better all around show. But again, I absolutely believe Community is the funniest show I've ever seen. I think it's funnier than uh, Arrested Development. I think it's funnier than Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I think the jokes are so intelligent. And like, it's little things that continue to be like a charm for the show forever. Like on rewatch, there's that scene with the Dean where he's like on online he sees like a dog man like a man like a dalmatian costume online and he goes hmm, i hope that doesn't awaken something in me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's just knowing what's gonna come if it hasn't already started is incredible <laughs> I, so watch um, community are you talking about the mascot no but that's great too but just the dean in general his yeah, okay. his, his thing about dressing up and his weird dalmatian fetish is amazing awaken something to me <laughs> he's like hope this doesn't awaken something in me i love the dean jim also, rash there, is incredible like you were talking about like it being a smart humor I, this is my last little thing on it but there, there was a really funny like little in passing joke that I, I laughed really hard at which is similar to the way it was for rest of development for me because it's like you just listen to it and like there's like these little things that they'll say that like you know don't sound very funny but then when you think about it, it's like what the, that was really funny mm-hmm. um like this is one example where he was like um I think uh, Jeff, like Joel McHale's character, mm-hmm. like was late to the little study group. And he was like, uh, please excuse Joel's tardiness. And then Chubby Chase's character was like, uh, <laughs> don't use that word around Ab- Abed. <laughs> 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 and I laughed really hard and Brandy was like, what are you laughing at? I was like, Dude, what did you say? The tardiness thing. Dude, was you can't like get off your phone watching that show, man. I, yeah, I love sure. that show. It, you ha- It rewards you so much for paying attention. Yeah. So yeah, I love the community. I'm glad it was my homework. I'm glad I was forced to watch it. So, so here's um, a bit that I'm trying to work out or the show we're trying to workshop <laughs> and we're trying to make this tasteful, but it's time to play another round of who died this week. There's only one person who died of that. Uh, I want to talk about this week. Only one person in the world Not bad. died in this week. No, but uh, we're doing good. Yeah. So uh, the person who died this week that I wanted to talk about is, do you guys know who Bob Kulik is? Nope. I know. I feel like I know his name, but uh, go on. I don't think I'm not sure. He heroically and forever will live on through his masterpiece. He penned the generational song, Sweet, Sweet Victory. Oh, <laughs> really? He wrote the Sweet Sweet Victory song from SpongeBob. Apparently he was a uh they call him a journeyman. He was like a roadie for a bunch of major bands. He did a bunch of uh like work with like rock bands, like recording, being a uh or like a roadie whatever that that stuff is. He was in the rock biz his entire life. Okay. And uh, I know the big reason we know we're the, the familiar with his work is he did he wrote Sweet Sweet Victory. He unfortunately <laughs> passed away this week, which is really sad, but it, it's a joke that's well over 10, probably 15 years old and it still hits today. <laughs> and, oh, like yeah. with the Super Bowl trying to get it in like it's just you that's not an accident how much we love that song. And no one like like, and when you hear that song, you just like immediately just the go back to it. The winner takes all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just every time I think of that, I think of that scene. I always think about the big drum break that Patrick. Yeah, does. the Patrick doom. 
I just love the, I always think of the uh, the plankton like playing the guitar and like everyone yeah. like slides out of his way. <laughs> dun, the smoke. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, that's Rest it. in One peace, of, Bob Kulik. Sweet sweet victory is the song of our generation. Yeah. I whole I wholeheartedly believe that. <laughs> Put on the poll, Matt. <laughs> is sweet sweet victory the song of our generation? Very nice. So Hopefully, you can find a GIF. Hopefully, we can find a GIF that will fit that. You'll ha- there it has to exist. Yeah, just any so- any clip from that that it has to exist. If it's not Mrs. Puff doing the guitar riff, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there oh, you God. go. <laughs> oh no, what's up? Never good. I started hacking straw poll. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I'm it. in. I, uh... <laughs> All right, it is time for news, baby. Darren, got any news? Uh, I only have one news segment, and I want to kind of fit it in into one of okay. y'all's. So go. Uh, I'll go with this go is a. Uh, this is kind. Of, this is funny to me. It's not news. It's just like during my week, I run into this thing, and I'm like, "Huh." Heath Ledger died uh, back in 2008, January 28th, 2008. The number one search that day regarding Heath Ledger was Heath Ledger. <laughs> the second most popular search on that day was Keith Ledger. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i just think it's funny <laughs> because people didn't get, like it's not a typo it's just people thought his name was keith i thought that was funny so uh, i was wondering okay. when i saw that on like the little list of topics i was wondering yeah. if was, his brother did something or nope. The, nope the number two search the day heath ledger died was keith ledger <laughs> <laughs> so there's a I, I wanted this to be my opening bit for the show but obviously we had more important things to say but for those of you who just now want to post your Avatar The Last Airbender memes, you just now want to talk about how it is the best example of character development in the medium of entertainment. For those of you who just now want to talk about how Uncle Iroh genuinely is one of the most like wholesome like characters ever in a show, welcome to the club. <laughs> and I'm happy you guys are finally experiencing Avatar The Last Airbender. I saw this post that I was talking about like anyone trying to get keep avatar. No. Awesome. Welcome to the, <laughs> welcome to the, to the bandwagon. <laughs> welcome to the club fans of avatar. The last airbender it, due to it being on Netflix, which, okay. The only thing I will say is it's not the first time it's been on Netflix. It's really? been on Netflix several times. That's how my, I showed my wife like three or four years ago. I no, way that. longer than that. Cause we've been married like four years this year, six, seven years ago. I showed my wife, Avatar The Last Airbender on Netflix. It's been on there before, but I'm happy that everyone is showing the, this show the love it deserves. Nice. So that's uh, that's my thing. So speaking of, of that, <coughs> it is news, sort of, because it was apparently confirmed that Henry Cavill walked out of the DC Universe. Ben Affleck absolutely is, but Henry Cavill walked out of the DC Universe and he's our Superman. And apparently it's been air quotes confirmed that Henry Cavill is back and he yeah, will. Yeah, no, I heard about this. Yeah, he will be playing Superman in multiple. It said, I think it said medium. So maybe shows, maybe, but obviously we're thinking movies somewhere, which is a big deal because as far as I was concerned, we lost our Batman and Superman, which is not good considering they're part of the holy trinity of DC. With Wonder Woman yeah. being the missing third. <clears throat> and then DC has to start over again, you know? Like basically uh, like, again, which <laughs> maybe that's the blessing that we should have uh, 
Yeah, Henry Cable happened. ended up being the Superman for the universe. What yeah. a guy. <laughs> Literally carrying yeah. the entire, the, the strength to carry a franchise on his shoulders. <laughs> By leaving. <laughs> That's good. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's our franchise from the ashes. <laughs> yeah, James Mangold, the director of Logan, Walk the Line, Ford versus Ferrari, is confirmed to be directing Indiana Jones 5. And Dana Jones Which, 5. That yeah. movie has a lot to make up for with Indiana Jones 4, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Uh, uh, shocking news. Not a big Harrison fan of Ford Indiana still Jones. still acting? Yeah, he no. was in a... He was he phoned it in for uh, the last Star Wars movie. So yeah. he, did, he, he literally couldn't be bothered to cut his hair. <laughs> He's a ghost. <laughs> and he was just like, ah, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but uh Yeah. Indiana Jones Five is is happening, and James Mangold, which I, I love him as a director, he's going to be doing the he's going to be doing it. So that's I'm happy it's out of uh, George Lucas's hands. I'm Steven Spielberg is obviously a master in in film, but it's a so big deal because Kingdom of the Crystal Skull sucked. You didn't you don't like the Indiana Jones movie very much? Indiana I like Jones them movies? fine. It he, he never the movies never really registered with me. Uh, I didn't watch them when I was little kids, so maybe that's a big reason why I'm not like excited super ecstatic about it i think they're good they're fun adventure movies it's not like i'm up in arms about kingdom of the crystal skull ruined the franchise i thought it was a bad movie but in any jones i wasn't a big fan of matt what do you think about those movies i know i know brady loves them but yeah i like them i i don't remember watching them as a kid but i've definitely seen them all i i'm iffy on Indy five because Harrison Ford is le- le- Harrison Ford, not Ford. Uh, Harrison Ford. Yeah, I <laughs> that was misspoke. bad. Yeah, that was, that was really bad. Really bad. That's misspoke. like that's that's a point. That's a point. <laughs> How? <laughs> Her- no. Harrison Ford. That's not a point. <laughs> that is definitely a point. No, okay, so, gotta, for those okay, of you whatever. who don't know, we yeah, in the group chat, uh, the G- us and a bunch of other friends have a group chat, and we've decided to come up with a fun game where if you have a typo. If you say something boomerish and or just stupid and ignorant, uh, you can get points on a scale literally of one to five. Of, literally none of those are okay. what just happened to me. Typo so. or mispronunciation. Mis- That's not, you can't have a typo in speech. I, no. Listen, listen. AJ was wrong. The the criteria is one, typo slash mispronunciation. Two, boomer stuff. Three, ignorant stuff. So Was yes, pronunciation pr- part of the it, thing? Yeah, I, go back and look at the text. I okay, know I put it in okay. there. Okay. Okay, I'm 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 questioning. I'm not doubting. You're wrong. Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) No, but so yes, that's a point. That's no doubt. It's a point. You said Harrison Fod. You didn't even say the R. You sounded like I don't. What that was? was My freaking dummy self is not very smart, and I just do that crap all the time. So that's I say that's not fair. (laughs) Matt, what are your thoughts on on Harrison Ford? What's what are you saying? You're worried about Indiana Jones Five? It's still a point. He, I don't know. I, I just don't think it's gonna be very good because he's, he loves doing those movies for some reason because he didn't want to come back for Star Wars as most. So you don't popular. think it's gonna be good because he loves doing them? No, that's okay. I'm saying like, I don't think it's gonna be very good because he's old. That's what I'm saying. Hmm. I don't think that's a. Uh, I don't think that's, what, wor- what that's is, worth. What he? What role is he gonna have? Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> If I had to throw my dart, <laughs> I'm going to guess he's going to get cast as, uh, as Matt, Indy. That's I'm another saying, point. That's, that's another point. 
Darren, no, that's not. Say hi to the say hi to the Facebook fans because this is the clip that's going to be aired on there. <laughs> Darren, that is not what I meant. You know exactly what I meant. You said what role is he going to play? No, I don't know what you mean. There's more to a role than a literal role. Okay. Did you explain yourself? Okay, what what role does Iron Man have in Endgame? Uh, I mean, he's pretty important. I don't know. I, exactly. So you're That's saying, what I'm saying. Indiana, like, what is he going to do in the movie? I would guess, I mean, like... Indiana Jones stuff, dude. We're not writing the script. He, James Mangold is directing it. I don't know if he's writing it. He's so you're saying you think that it's going to be like a okay, Indiana people, Jones situation where he's like people, the background character? I like, get yes, I guess. I don't, I don't know what else he's going to do. People give me crap all the time for loving franchise movies and stuff. And like this is actually probably the first like franchise that I would agree with saying it should have ended a long time ago. Because like it, like what else can he do? You know? Die, pass on the hat. I don't know. He tried doing that to Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah, but that movie sucked, so I gotta try it again. I don't know. Um, I, I, I'm I'm also of the belief that remaking, which it's air quotes remaking, it's... Uh, what are, I think we need to come up with a new term for, like, dusting off a sequel kind of thing, where yeah. it's like, we haven't made this movie in 20, 30 years. Like, literally, and I didn't think about adding this Reboot. as news, but apparently they're doing a Labyrinth sequel. That old David Bowie yeah. Labyrinth movie. Apparently they're doing a sequel. Uh, going to be hard to do considering David Bowie's dead. <laughs> but yeah, like dusting off a movie and then giving it a sequel seems, I don't know, I think we need to come up with a name for that. But hmm. I, okay, I, I get what you're saying, Matt, but I I don't see that necessarily being, this is not that kind, this is not an art movie. This isn't my, un, this isn't Uncut Gems. This oh, is yeah. Fast and Furious. This is Avengers. It's Indiana Jones 5. It's a giant popcorn movie. So I'm not concerned. Also, we didn't really actually finish explaining the game that we were playing. We just kind of started and then it kind of shifted into like us yelling at each other because we yeah. were the, with the rules. So basically what so, works is if right you there. do one of the As three the things. As the curator of the game. Yeah, I, I curated the game. Yes, that's He fair. keeps track of the so, points. <laughs> so if you have you have a either a typo or a mispronunciation, you say something that is what a, a boomer would say, or if you uh, are just say something that's just like ignorant and competent, like you say something stupid that you're just like, what, what are you role even talking? is Harrison Ford gonna play? <laughs> if you say any of those things, if you do any of those things, then you get points either on a scale from one to five, depended by the group. Um, so and then of course the highest point getter. I assume get shamed. I don't even know. We haven't really determined what the punishment is. It's something stupid. I don't know. Egg I just know to the twice face. a year. Yeah, twice we're a meet year. Up and do exactly just like hang out and then make fun of the person that got the most points somehow. So I say for sure it doesn't have to be the punishment, but I say for sure that person has to buy everyone a drink or something. There we go. That, that's that's like the basic one. That's for the sure. minimum, along with something else that's more fun and shameful. Along with like you know just getting. Uh, you have you know, to admit to your kid that you're a failure <laughs> i'm big dumb dumb it's getting like tramp stamped something you know something like Ooh. an actual I, tattoo i will rather i'd rather get shot in the leg than the tramp stamp yes you, know you can remove a tattoo matt would you rather get shot I, in the leg or know, there you go. there's that poll question you, would you, you rather know, get shot in the leg or be given a you tramp know a stamp? bullet wound can heal right <laughs> you know you can die from a bullet right in the leg do you know, are you familiar with a thing called arteries? Yes. Yeah, but like, yeah, the, just the don't aim one. for the artery. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> I mean, can you not can you not Google where an artery is and then like just like oh, just aim for the foot. Yeah, what? just aim for the foot or get a tramp stamp, which very minimum chance of death getting a Plus, tramp stamp. <laughs> yeah, chances of death are significant. What are you more likely to die doing? Shooting yourself in the leg and just hoping that the Google search image is correct. Okay, or let me, let me rephrase. Shoot, I'd rather get shot in the foot because you will definitely not die from that. <laughs> Wait, why do you hate tramp stamps so much? I just don't want a tramp stamp, dude. What if it's like my name, though? Even worse. What if it's something? What if it's something manly like a bicep <laughs> <laughs> or a monster truck tire? <laughs> or a monster truck a tire. tire. No one will think just a tire, no will... not a monster truck. A monster truck tire. Yeah, you'd be like, is that a normal size tire? Like, no, there's no scale, but it's a monster truck tire. It's a big tire. I don't look small because it's you my back. You got a tattoo a stick figure next to it. You'd be like, oh, so it's a big tire. <laughs> or like a car, like a normal sized car next to it, and then the big tire. An entire detailed small car next to the giant tire. That way, you know it's giant. And then All like, right, so you, yeah, we're. Why'd you, Why'd you get a tattoo of a car and then you're like, no, it's really for the tire. Couldn't you have just gotten a monster <laughs> truck on your back? Like, no, it's just the tire that I care about. <laughs> I think I really should have shot. Well, there's an the entire foot. Ford Focus right next to it. Eh, don't worry about it. Yeah, I should have picked the foot the foot option. <laughs> but um so the only uh, news that I have um is this really funny story that I heard about, and it's uh so here we go. The article is uh, headline says, man says he broke into bank to heat up his hot pockets. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. I'll go ahead and read it, read through the article and then we can kind of go into it a little bit. So, okay, hold on. So guesses, Matt, what is your guess on what this article is going to be about? Like the, the bit here. <laughs> Cause I wish hu- I would have done this with the Hitler alligator story. <laughs> dude, dude was hungry and he just wanted some hot pockets. I guess okay. I think he broke into a, a bank uh, like at nighttime and uh, he got caught, and he claimed he just wanted to heat up a hot pocket. <laughs> okay, well, let's let's uh, let's hear it. So he says, authorities say a man broke into a bank to use a microwave for his hot pocket on Wednesday. This is in San Diego, California. The police were called to a Wells Fargo bank in San Diego early that morning. When they arrived, they found a broken window near the bank's drive-through. They say the alarm company reported surveillance cameras captured a man inside a break room and using the microwave. <laughs> 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 Officers arrested the man, and that's when he admitted why he was there. You did that for a hot pocket? A reporter asked. Yes. Well, it's a lean pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, all that for a hot pocket, the man said. The reporter continued asking the man, you broke into a bank for a hot pocket. (laughs) You know there's money there, right? (laughs) (laughs) And he he says, the man replies, hot pocket, hot pocket. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what a hero and then, okay the, the, the reporter asks was it worth it the guy says hell yeah it was worth it bleep yes it was worth it the man said a hot pocket hell yeah <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> the man was arrested on suspicion of breaking into the bank authorities would not release his name or any other details so uh, I we guess- need that dude's name because he needs to be in the next hot pocket commercial this- <laughs> this story would be a million times better if it was in Florida. So it'd say Florida man broke <laughs> Florida into. Man. <laughs> nah, that's so, an incredible. That's an incredible story. Reading this story, I wanted. I immediately thought of a poll question, and this, that's this: Have you ever eaten a hot pocket without burning your mouth? I, I don't think it's possible. 
feel like yes, cool for like because it was frozen solid. <laughs> because it was frozen solid. <laughs> <laughs> because That's I'm true. like, oh yay, hot pockets ready? Crunch. That's freezing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go back to the gym. So then I microwave it for like another five minutes, and then I burn my tongue. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude, have you ever had a hot pocket in the oven though? No, I know, I know, it's crazy. I, I've been like, oh, is slowly- it better? Is it like? Is it that same thing with the pizza rolls where like if you put pizza rolls in the oven, they're a million times better? It's so much better. I, Patience is rewarded there. Dude, I, kids, I, we need to teach, teach kids <laughs> that. That is the most useful tool of what patience can do for you. The exactly. rewards of taking your time. Yeah, of of microwave like, pizza roll versus oven pizza roll. <laughs> That's the thing is that like pizza rolls in the oven, pizza rolls in the, in the hot pocket, like not only are they better, but you're also much less likely to have a hot pocket that burns your mouth or a pizza roll that burns your mouth because you get straight up like you know it's going to be hot coming out. You know it's hot. You don't have to bite in to test it first. You know you know it's hot. It's been in the oven for 13, 15 minutes and it's, <laughs> it's going to be hot. You know that kind of stuff. And so, yeah. dude, I have shifted for sure from pizza rolls in the microwave in the oven to you know p- pizza rolls. All exclusively oven hot pockets exclusively oven and it's like a game changer man it's it's a game changer for sure so amber got yeah. some uh off-brand hot pockets from the grocery store the other day that are have you ever had a pretzel hot pocket no it sounds, sounds good. like pretzel good. is it like a pretzel like the the out, breading outer is shell? pretzel yeah it's like oh, soft sounds but, good you know hardened kind of pretzel it's delicious this off-brand one apparently according to her she says it's amazing so i'm sounds excited great. to try that off-brand but pretzel is genius i'm curious now you you said that and i've had this conversation with other people before but i'm curious about you guys um there are certain things in my life that i'm unwilling to compromise on when it comes to branding um like for one example is ketchup like i get either whataburger ketchup or i get heinz and i will not compromise on any other brand i will not get the store brand i won't get like you know any other like i, I can't even think of other brands of ketchup because heinz is just the best and then whataburger is like in a in a a, a tier of itself but you know for the non texas listeners you might not, not know what whataburger ketchup is but the other thing is peanut butter like i i, I get jiff Dude, and that's I it i can't believe i can't believe this came up i was thinking about adding that today my wife and i just watched a good mythical morning where they blind taste tested peanut butter and yeah. i was gonna ask you guys what is your favorite i love i have two Dude. you said jiff right Jeff is incredible. I also love Skippy. Those are my, those are the two that are the gold tier for me. And I actually have sure. like gone through the gauntlet of different peanut butters <laughs> through the gauntlet. I've Matt, tried numerous your... trying to find the best one. And I sit on Skippy as my favorite. Jeff is a very close second. Matt, what's your opinion on this subject? Um, doesn't really matter to me, honestly. Great values. Sure. I, I, well, okay. So, Jif is good, but I actually have great value of peanut butter downstairs, and it tastes like no peanut chance. butter to me. No, no chance. I absolutely we, notice a difference between the brands. And the th- the most obvious example was, I know Brandy's listening to this and knows what I'm talking about, is that about two months ago or so, when the first the, the pandemic first started and everyone was just buying everything off the shelves, I asked her to buy peanut butter when she came from work. So she got the Target brand peanut butter. That crap was disgusting, and and I wish I had made it more clear to her. You know, like when we we said our vows, one of the things that I said was I will only eat GF peanut butter. That was in our vows, and she still got. She was like being a nice wife, and she got some Target red peanut butter. That's that we didn't agree to that from the beginning. Okay, what, and so go on. What, what's up? I, I was gonna say, what about um bread? Well, let me finish what I'm saying real quick, and we get to bread here in a second. But the the issue that I had was she brought that home, and then like I you know stick the knife into the peanut butter, and then pull it up, and then like 
25% of the peanut butter stays on the knife and the rest of it just like sops off of it back into the into the jar. Like that's disgusting mm. to me. It's like I would rather have I would rather have no peanut butter than that peanut butter. Like I, I told her I was like I'm not going to eat that. Like it's going to sit there and just rot. Like I don't know how long peanut butter takes to rot, but I'm going to intentionally leave it there so it rots for Dude, have you ever 30, done that 50 left peanut years, butter? Whatever. Dude, the oil separates and it gets all gross and stuff. It's uh, <laughs> Ooh, like coagulates. Ooh, yuck. yeah, dude. But yeah, I no, love that, peanut butter. I'm a peanut. <clears throat> I consider myself a connoisseur of peanut butter. I'll do that. I mean, it's, this is by no means a hot take, but I'll very often I'll get that spoon. And just, whoop, just whoop. Oh, that's mm. absolutely. That's absolutely. a whole meal right there. But so bread, Matt, that's what you said. I, I think bread's a little bit less because there's not like <clears> a I don't care. Mrs. Baird's. I think is probably like the best one for me. I like honey. Like, oat honey. Can't bread is brand. bread to me. But you also said peanut butter is peanut butter, so I can't trust your taste. And you yeah, also Matt, said that Bud that's Light's your beer. bit is that you just don't care. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> is there well that's Matt, that's Darren's initial question? Is there something that you refuse to compromise brand wise? Like you go to a store and like you, you go to the aisle and you're gonna buy something and you don't like. Yeah, I'll just get this store. I'll have to come like back it. to you because like I honestly don't know. So I I guess uh, ice cream I tried, ice cream I guess. What's your brand? Uh. I've been trying Blue. Ben and Jerry's lately, but Bluebell. Yeah, Bluebell. Bluebell's like, great. You're not gonna get like the store brand ice cream. No. Yeah. That's that's a good, that's like a good a one. Briars or dryers, whatever. Yeah, not the Briars. No. Sound they have. Yeah. Uh, mine is. I can't remember the off-brand version of it, but Chef Boyardee. There's a fake uh, Chef Boyardee thing that my wife, because I didn't think I cared, and my wife's like, "Hey, do you want some like?" spaghetti meatball ravioli things it's a great like after work lunch or snack or something i'm like yeah sure just grab a couple things so she got like this i think it's like the heb brand or something version of it so one day you know crack it open heat it up eat it and i'm like oh no <laughs> i didn't realize i had a preference here and so <laughs> yeah exactly chef boy rd and uh and coke zero my my, my drink coke zero okay the freaking sam's choice whatever version mountain yeah. lightning all that Dude. crap Coke has their formula and nothing has come close to matching Coke zero. Speaking of off-brand Coke, freaking, I can't, I can't find A&W cream soda anymore. Oh no. Yeah. Really? I like, I have been looking for a good minute. <laughs> Honestly, a couple huh. of weeks probably. That's but a like, good one we can do too. Sodas, so drafting sodas. Ooh, that's a, that's a great, yeah. So but, uh, before we forget, I guess now is the time to announce uh, we had our sugar cake drafts a couple weeks back to great success. We had a ton of fun there next week. Buckle up kids, because we're going to do our second draft. Darren, you want to announce which thing we're going to be drafting? Chips, baby. Potato chips. <laughs> well, you guys are in trouble. Is it only potato chips or is it just like any, because Cheetos are potato chips, you know, but uh, they, the I said just chips. Just chips. You things, you things you find in the chip aisle. Yeah. You yeah. Go down the chip so aisle, we can, we can go ahead that. and formally discuss that. <clears throat> during the week if we want to count like pretzels as chips which i don't it's yeah, a pretzel to me is not a chip well okay popcorn's it, not a chip to me they're <laughs> on the true. same aisle yeah okay no pork well pork rinds maybe it's not I mean, gonna I be we all list, i think we all know what a chip is you know i mean like yeah uh, like I, I, just, said, I, I mean see Darren, someone a, arguing aj, AJ yeah. did draft muffins <laughs> You're never leaving it down. You're never leaving it down. I can't wait <laughs> till I give you all the people's elbow next week. <laughs> the people's elbow. <laughs> because oh, I, don't, I have been saying it for weeks now. I just don't have a big sweet tooth, but mm-hmm. I will absolutely Samoan drop you guys <laughs> with their freaking chips. <laughs> but so, I'm actually, next chips week, you're going to be 
It's going to be even, though, because there's a ton of chips out there. Yeah, but I uh, think you guys, I think Darren has bad taste, saying I get to really show it here. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah. dude, I am a world traveler. I have tried all the chips. <laughs> and so I, that's why I think it's not just like, oh, yeah, I've had Cheetos my entire life. Therefore, it's the best in the world. Freaking Samoan or Samoa's freaking scrub. <laughs> Dude, Eat some shortbreads. Dude, it was actually really sad because you, you said that I have bad taste. And I've started I've started to realize that I, I think that, you know, maybe I do. And it's really sad. <laughs> it's a very sad realization because like the other day, like we so were hanging are you, out. With, are, you, are you saying I have good taste in beer? No, you I just, will never you say that. You just have bad taste will, in beer? You will you, you never just, hear me just, say that. You just said yourself that you, you're starting to realize you have bad taste. <laughs> I have no taste in beer besides I don't like it. So I don't... <laughs> okay, I have bad you, what, taste in food. In what food was your, your realization? Huh? Once, I'll, get to it, I'll get to it, AJ. One second. I want to hear what I have to say. Beer is food. No, my God, no, Matt. No, beer is <laughs> Is a beer drink? food? Put on the poll. Is beer food? Is. Yes or no? People are going to say yes because it's beer and they're, the stupidness no, that comes that's with the whole... Poll. like Not a good poll question. The whole thing with beer, you'd be like, is beer like the nectar There's, of the gods? And they'll be like, yeah, because beer. Freaking stupid. No, but no, I'm saying like literally food that you eat, that you munch on, like beer is not a food. I don't care what you say. It's not a food. It's a beverage. Mm. You, so ever with a, that said, you, ever, you ever had a milk stout? Okay, that's you're just trying really hard to make it into a milkshake now, but it's still a beverage. You, it can you, be an be, ingredient, but it's not food. <laughs> it is a beverage. Yeah, mm. but okay, so... And to answer your question, Matt, no, I'm never willing to say you have good beer taste, and I'm never willing to say that I have bad beer taste. And like, that's something I, you know, I will not compromise on. <laughs> so with that said, uh, food, um, yeah, my bad taste. Uh, so I was hanging out with Lee and... Uh, Heath, yeah, well, I don't know, I can remember his name. Um, and they were Ouch. wanting to get food for everyone. We were all like, we were hanging out at Lee's place, and they wanted to get food. Um, and so, what's <laughs> so bad? <laughs> I know where this is going. They were like, uh, they were like trying to figure out somewhere to eat, and like I didn't know, but like they were like, I think what they had said was, no, that's what I'm sorry, I, I completely missed, missed all the story. They were preparing for Heath's birthday party, which was on Saturday, and they were trying to figure out like what food you know to make for the for the meal. And they were saying, really, the only person we have to consider is Darren because he eats off the kids' meal. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, do you guys really feel that way? He's like, yeah. I mean, everyone else we were pretty much pretty cool with. Like we could kind of get whatever we wanted to. But then we were like, but would Darren eat it? And I was like. I don't want to be that guy. Like, I felt so bad. Well, here's the Darren, thing, you, dude. Like, you, Darren, you are that guy at work. That's Every time we get in the car, I'm like, where are we going? And everyone says, I don't care. And I was like, Darren, where are we going? Because you're the only one that is picky. I think I you're a creature of habit. And yeah. so I just don't think you, I literally don't think you've broadened your horizons enough. I don't think you've tried enough different things. That's probably true. And so just, yeah, just get out of your comfort zone and try something. And also, Matt, I like to point out, like the last like week, I've said I don't care every single time we've gone somewhere to eat. Yeah, that's true. But like, okay, for for the <laughs> longest time when we go to McDonald's and like, you just get the McChicken. You're like, yeah, I'll get the McChicken. I guess <laughs> that's that's what I do. I mean, but that, that's, I mean, I'm just that, going there just to well. get something. I don't like Mexican food like on a, in a broad sense. I enjoy like 
a taco burrito, but like that's never my choice for a thing. So anytime Amber, Amber loves Mexican food. Anytime we go out to like a Mexican restaurant, I'm the child who always gets chicken tenders. Cause I know it's going to be good at every Mexican restaurant. <laughs> but that's just cause I don't like the taste. I just don't think it tastes very good. All of it. That's weird. But, but I mean, uh, my, my thing you know, always, because obviously when we're going to lunch, we have 30 minutes. So we want to go fast. And like, I'm totally fine with going to Chick-fil-A every single day. Like if I was going by myself, I would go to Chick-fil-A every single day. Cause it's close. It's relatively it's a cre- in that creature of habit. Yeah, I mean, it just it's just it's easy and like, but I also understand that they don't want to spend that money on Chick Fil A every single day. But I don't, I don't want to spend three dollars at Taco Bell and then feel like poop the rest of the day, like or drive to Mike McDonald's and then eat bad food. Like that's just like that's my opinion. Like you know, that's just how there I feel. You go. Like, there's our so. there's a future draft. <laughs> Fast food restaurants, Chick Fil A will will be unavailable, will be uh, unavailable to draft. Yeah, due to its god tier level. That's true. It's unfair. And then Darren, you will see people will be like, dude, you know, there's more restaurants than Chick Fil A and Whataburger, right? I that's okay, and and that's where you're saying you have bad taste in snack food drafts. Maybe I have bad taste in this kind of stuff, but just because I don't like fast food, I just don't like it. It just grosses me out. Like the other day, we went to Taco Bell, and I pulled up, said, I want this, this. There was like four different items that were all like I assume required to be cooked i don't know how else they got them unless you just like appeared and phased in midair but regardless my point is is that i i ordered the things drive around the corner and before i got to the window there was no other cars they already had the bag hanging out the window like that grosses me out like i think it makes me uncomfortable that we can like be in a world where like within like seven seconds there's already food prepared for me like <laughs> what what is that the like that grosses me out. that we mastered the drive-through like food i'm saying if you go the to a it, yeah, but I'm saying, okay, there's a reason. If you go to a grocery store and there's milk and then there's one bottle of milk that or every bottle or gallon of milk is like $3.50, $3.75, whatever. And there's one gallon of milk that's like $1.25. Like you're not concerned by that? Like does that not concern you? Like when you look at, you buy the bottle of milk that's sort of, $1.25. Sort of, but it's like, where are your expectations? Are you just, expecting Avengers to have the nuance of uncut gems or are you expecting punch man with superpower and have you get, fun? You, you, get you what go you to McDonald's for. because it's dirt cheap and you want to throw food in your face. Right. And you guys are saying that you get what you paid for. I would rather pay for more food. I would rather pay for better food. That's all I'm That's all I'm trying to say. Like I, I, I understand. Yeah. I, I have no problem paying three or four dollars extra and waiting for five minutes for my food for something that I think is actual good food and not just like commercialized meat like in like a warmer jar. That but like, I think it tastes good, dude. There's a re- billion burgers sold isn't an accident. I, I think, I think a Big Mac tastes delicious. It, I think it tastes gross. That's my opinion. I don't know. And, and I don't think that I am the kid's meal situation here. I think that I have like, you know, a more, more sophisticated palate than someone who thinks a Big Mac is a good burger. Like, I'll be honest with you. Is that what I said? Or did I say it's delicious? You said it's delicious. So I said it's delicious. It, if I'm ranking my burgers, Big Mac is up there, but it's not number one. It's it's a good burger. You said but good anyway, burger. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll move on. Like, okay, right, you can't compare a Big Mac to like a Mears, like thirty dollar burger. It's different. Sure, it costs like a nickel, and <laughs> by the time the word the air leaves my mouth, they're handing me my food. That's part of the experience of it. Of yay, <laughs> I get to eat now. <laughs> but all right, so other bit of news here. Always Sunny in Philadelphia has been renewed for a 15th season, making That's it the crazy. longest live action comedy in history. Yeah, I saw that. That's just crazy to me. It's great. That is a quality <laughs> show. I love that show. I'm happy that it's getting to continue. 
Oh, your one Philadelphia I'm, is great. Has that show fallen off at all, like in terms of comedy over the over the years? Or I'm a I'm a huge fan of the show, so I'm trying my best to be absolutely unbiased. Yes, it had a heyday where I believe it it peaked. Uh, I still think it's funny now. It's just a different kind of funny. Is it and all the same I, actors, I, same cast, same actor? Too? Yeah, it's all the it's the gang: Danny DeVito, so, Charlie Day, Glenn Howerton. Uh, Sweet D, Mac. I'm, uh, so I'm, this is just I'm their thing their now. Like they're just. Yeah. I mean, and I, obviously, Devito's done more than just this. Obviously, over the years, but, but there's a know. reason why he doesn't need to do this. He just loves doing it. Right. Hmm. And so, yeah, uh, Always Sunny is is going on there. There's Universal. They just put out the Invisible Man uh, this year. Is working on a Wolfman movie, and apparently Ryan Gosling is attached, and it's being greenlit with his pitch of the movie, which we don't know exactly what that means, but apparently he brought the idea to universal and they were like, yes, all I've heard is that it's going to be kind of modeled off of if you guys have seen Jake Gyllenhaal's nightcrawler movie. Nope. Great, great movie. I don't, I don't see the connection. It's literally about nightcrawlers about Jake Gyllenhaal who's a crazy person who does, uh, he's a paparazzi, a paparazzo. He does like, that's literally the single singular of a paparazzi. And he like chases down, like there's a whole thing, a whole business of like a car crash that happens and people run up and videotape it and sell the footage to the newspapers, like news organizations. Wait, I, I, you, paparazzo is a singular Is the singular of paparazzi. Paparazzi is a group of paparazzo. That's not even a joke. (laughs) Matt, did you know that? No. Matt. I said no. Can you hear me? No. Yeah. Now we can. I, yeah. That was. I have never heard that before. I thought that was a completely a joke. Like no, was, paparazzo is the is like, the singular of paparazzi. <laughs> that makes me laugh. Yeah, it is, is a funny that? word. Put that on the poll, Matt. Did you know that paparazzo is the, pl- the singular? <laughs> Did you version? know paparazzo? Yes or no? <laughs> like it's not even a joke. It's just. Huh. <laughs> it's just like so, I think it's funny. Like it actually is. Like it is funny. That's interesting. Uh small so also a little bit of news here. <clears throat> the handsome collection of Borderlands is free this week on Epic. Oh yeah. Good games. You get Borderlands one, two, and the pre sequel. Oh, you get one and nice. two. I don't think you get one. You don't think you get one? Maybe you don't. No, I'm pre- I just know for sure you get two you, in the pre sequel. You said it's a handsome collection, right? Yeah. Yeah, handsome collection is just two in pre sequel. Why wouldn't they throw in the first one? Because, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems weird to throw. Oh, but sh- oh whatever. It's free. So get on Epic and claim it. You don't have to download it, but claim it. We uh, we already own it. I already claimed it anyway, but we already own it. Sure. Uh, I think that was the last bit of my news. Matt, yeah, Matt you, you have something you want to talk about? Uh, Yeah, I just had two things. They're both PlayStation related. Uh, One, did either of you guys see the so you know sony is going the nintendo route now with state of the play basically yeah. no well, no i don't so what are you talking about? do you know nintendo does their um nintendo direct where they like they show off games and gameplay and stuff like that's how, that's how yeah. they announce stuff yeah. well sony's doing the same thing now and uh they had a state of play of just the last of us part two gameplay okay. and boy howdy that game looks great. Like yeah, I heard uh, sales are really good despite the ending being completely spoiled there for everyone. 
I haven't seen the spoilers yet, thankfully. I, I haven't but. seen it either, but it's out there, and apparently that hasn't affected sales. Like, the sales are still really good. What do you mean sales? It's not out yet, right? P- pre-orders. Maybe maybe pre-orders. Oh, uh, okay. I see. Okay. But both of y'all should... They, they int- they've they introduced um a bunch of, like, exploration mechanics, I guess. Like, it's easier. Like, it's not, like, linear, I guess. Like, it's open world, quote-unquote. Like, there, it's not, it's not open world, but, like... There's no like linear like path. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. That's cool. Cool. So you can like there's millions of ways to go about stuff, but it it just looks really pretty and looks good. And then the other thing I got is um Sony was going to reveal details about the PS5 on the 4th, June 4th, but that's they That's my dad's birthday. They uh postpone that because they feel it's not right to talk about and have yeah, good have times or something their with, uh, yeah, their formal announcement was really great I don't, yeah i didn't i didn't see their formal announcement but i just know that they pushed it back because of all of the uh tension in the world right now but so this um, is the the quote we have decided to postpone the PlayStation 5 event scheduled for June 4th. While we understand gamers worldwide are excited to see PS5 games, we do not feel that right now is the time for celebration, and for now, we want to stand back and allow more important voices to be heard. Yeah. Awesome. Good guy, yep. play, good guy Sony there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But it's, uh... <clears throat> the, I, I, not going to lie, I am a little bummed about it, but it, it is for a good thing, and I... I'm glad that they said that, but yeah, yeah. Selfishly, I I want to know what's gonna because it's decision time. Time to start saving up for which console we're gonna get. But this this is the reason why you delay something because instead of you know hashtag God of War two trending, it's gonna be Black Lives Matter and stuff. So good guy sure. Sony for taking a step back. Yep, it's a good thing for sure. It's a, that's the right thing to do for sure. So, but yeah, <clears throat> so. Before we hit emails real quick, I have a GG nomination. Okay. And speaking of McDonald's and stuff, I <laughs> got McDonald's the other day for lunch and I got me some delicious chicky chicky nug nugs. And my thing, I this might be weird, not necessarily offensive to anyone, but like I my favorite sauce from McDonald's is I get barbecue and hot mustard. I take my nugget and I dip barbecue, then hot mustard, and I eat it. Not necessarily like it has to be one before the other, but I dip both and I eat it. I've done it literally since I was as, as far as I can remember as a child. That's so Tastes weird. Delicious. Yeah, we Yeah, maybe a little weird. Hot mustard and barbecue sauce together. Delicious. Also with the fries. I mean, I'm not but, opposed to it. It sounds interesting, but it is just a, like, I don't understand how you stumble upon that combination. I don't, dude, that's the thing too. I want to know how I stumbled upon it. I don't remember. I just, I've always done it. <laughs> but uh it's like if the you, cheese the queso and nutter butter thing that i talked about a while yeah back. right you know it's like i don't kind of thing how do you actually want to be able that? to go back that's one of my life's unanswerable questions i don't know if like <laughs> i happen to have hot mustard and barbecue sauce or my mom happened to or something i don't know i just know what happened and now i'm doing it for the rest of my life and when you die you like flashback on all these scenes of your life like oh that's what it was and it'll just be a mistake from the freaking <laughs> mcdonald's guy he meant to grab two barbecues but for those of you who don't know <clears throat> If you get a 10-piece nugget for meal from McDonald's, you get two sauces, uh, usually two sweet and sour or barbecue, whatever. I get one hot, hot mustard, one barbecue. And so I have to be kind of conservative with each dip because I want to get my ratio perfect because I'm crazy. Sure. So I want a GG. Any cashier ever from any restaurant who gives you extra sauce <laughs> for free. So Raising Cane's, 
uh, Burger King, Whataburger, Taco Bell, anytime you, and I'll, I'll say extra in the sense of like, if you've ever been to like Whataburger and they're like, you want ketchup? Yeah. And they just grab a giant <laughs> fistful of ketchup because screw counting who has time for that. And they right. just hurl it into your bag. So my movement is any cashier ever from any restaurant who gives you extra sauce. Matt? I say yes. Uh, I also say yes, and I also want to add a like a a subset, and not necessarily add, but I also I think that this GG implies that there's also a BG for all the restaurants out there that put a limit on their sauces. Like, yeah, you know or I mean? put a weird price on it. Yeah, like it's if like you, it's 19 cents, sir. I'm like, what? Like it's like uh, if you're GGing the cashiers that are breaking the rules, you have to BG the rules at the same time. You know what I mean? Sure. Like it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a du- duality right there. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, sure. I definitely say yes to that because that's like you know that's the best feeling whenever you're like, ah, oh, dude, I didn't know it cost extra money. He's like, here you go, bro. You're good. Like, like all it's right, sauce. Bro. It's this like, is a multi-billion-dollar company. Um, <laughs> ketchup costs nothing, and he just throws it into your bag. You just feel so connected to that person in that moment. You know, it's like that person knows. It's like, hey, we're all people. You know, we all just want our sauce. Just give give the man a sauce. You know what I mean? Like it's just dude. Nothing makes me happier than when I look into my McDonald's bag and I look and I see like three hot mustards and like four <laughs> barbecue sauces. Because then I'm like, I can be as. It's like that thing when you're a kid and you have like Dunkaroos, like the little like. Uh, <clears throat> cookies with the cream or like the little like crackers yeah, or the yeah. cheese sticks where yeah. you're like you're conservative the first bunch and then you get like you're down to the last stick and you just go buck wild with it and you just like <laughs> yeah, scoop okay. it you get to do that because you have so much sauce it's like, like who it's like, cares yeah, go to I'm chick-fil-a and you're like give me chick-fil-a sauce and they just freaking pour the whole box into your bag the bag is heavy you're like what a good day <laughs> so thank you guys cashiers who do that you are in our hall of fame because that is a good guy move that is a bro move right there <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yep all right so if you want to send an email to genre geeks have it read on the podcast send an email to genregeekscast at gmail.com and you can have your email read like this aj darren and matt Yeah. I lost it when AJ said he expected babies at the baby store. (laughs) (laughs) I also lost it both in in person, obviously, and also on the re-listen. So that was really (laughs) funny. Uh, So I think this email actually is a delayed email. I think he may have sent it after listening to this netcake draft and like maybe, I don't know, how somehow didn't get to us in time before our last episode because I think it's really about episode 20. It's okay. We'll still read it anyways. Um, but he says, the sugar cake draft was fun. The next one will be great, I'm sure. Matt had been the first half of his internet story, but boy, did it go nowhere. LOL, that's too funny though. <laughs> God, come on, man. Leave the, leave the guy alone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the first half, not going to lie. <laughs> and he says, how would you guys rank your tier list of Nickelodeon cartoons? Um, so he has a, he sent us a, a, a like a tier maker, like tiermaker.com that you can like, you know, tier stuff or whatever. Um, yeah. I, I think there's a lot of, he has a lot of good ones. He has, um, SpongeBob, Hey Arnold and Danny Phantom in the S tier. I think wasn't, I wasn't that a popular list? I don't think that was his that he created, right? Oh, maybe he, he didn't create it. Yeah, the I'm, list is a popular one that I found. I want to know your thoughts. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, yeah that's literally in the uh, email right below it. So there's yeah. there's an incompetence point for Darren. I want to point out real quick. I'm very <laughs> very proud of whoever made this tier list because S tier needs to be small. There are so many tiers I've seen online with like just as many S tier as there are B tier or C tier. S tier right. is special and needs to be only a hand, very very small handful. 
my only uh, critiques of this list is I don't think Danny Phantom is S tier. I think it's A tier probably. I agree. Uh, I think it's good. Yeah, I, I don't agree. know if it's S tier though. It has a banger I, intro, but that that's different. Con- that's a different and conversation. W- with that said, I would probably put a Fairy Odd Parents, the Fairly Odd Parents, in the S tier. I think that, that to me that's S tier. Uh, sure. What tier was that one then? What's that? What A-tier. tier? Oh, it's an A tier right now. It's currently A tier, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would switch that in Danny Phantom. Um, and then probably one of the worst ones that I saw, like Egregious. I don't know, Regis. I don't know how I caught my eye so quickly was uh, Rocket Power being in D tier, like that. Yeah, what crazy the heck is me. wrong with this guy? Like D tier, or I'm sorry, Rocket Power is probably B tier to me. Yeah, definitely B tier. Yeah, and like the thing that <clears throat> the, the, the easiest way to tell is that it's in the same category as Cat Scratch, like. Well, I don't even know. I can't read what this the, this cartoon says, but like oh, it, it starts uh, with something an F. I don't know. Fanboy and something. fanboy and church. And then I don't Tuck. Know. That was a video game before that was a freaking cartoon. Yeah. So there's Tuck no the way power Rocket Power Juju. Rocket Power is that low. Like that. That's just that. That was ridiculous to me. Also, Cat Dog is kind of low too. Where's like Cat, Cat Dog? dog is it's a, a C tier. Maybe maybe mm, it's C tier. Maybe if yeah. Maybe, but I think uh, Life of a Teenage Robot is too high. That's B. Yeah. I think that's a yeah. C tier one. Uh, Legend of Korra needs to be A, and Avatar The Last Airbender to me needs to be S tier. Yeah. Because that's... Avatar The Last Airbender has transcended, obviously, has transcended Nickelodeon. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you don't see Jimmy Neutron on Netflix. You know, yeah, so. how many of these things have got live action Whoa. films? The film's yeah. garbage. Yeah. But how many of these have live action films? Avatar The Last Airbender is S tier. I say Avatar, SpongeBob, I'll give you Nickelodeon, or I'm sorry, uh, Fairly Odd Parents, or S tier. Hey Arnold to me is a solid A. I do love Hey Arnold. S tier though. Yeah. I got to keep that list small, and so S that bumps Hey Arnold down to A for me. Rugrats yeah. is is A tier. Other than that, I think I'm I'm content with the rest of this because I don't even recognize all like the like the D tier ones. <laughs> I don't really recognize these ones. <laughs> I what is uh, so there's also one in the B tier of this tier that's L T Gray. I have never seen that before. I never knew it existed. It. I didn't watch it. That one I watched. That one that that was a pretty dope show. Not gonna lie. Okay. Was it dope well, or did you watch it when you were a kid? I watched it. When it I was existing. A kid. Okay, because like, here's the thing: like people have this weird thing where they're like. It, it's the whole point of nostalgia well, and they're like it was awesome like okay was it awesome or did you just watch it as a kid well okay the thing is like i'll say it was slept on all right that's fine that's fair. Not, i haven't seen it so i don't know if it's good or bad that's like, just, it, that's what it, i'm asking you it wasn't s tier and it like what was the what tier was it in it's in b tier i w- i would agree with that all right okay i've never seen it before so oh i think wild thornberries is also too low i think wild thornberries needs to be a was that c it's B tier. B, yeah, that's a pretty good one. Wild Thornberries is great, dude. It's a, it's educational. B, it had I think a movie, like a TV movie and stuff. Yep. To me, that's one of those like that was one of the heavy hitters during that era of Nickelodeon. Then, absolutely, absolutely. But well, it's Thornberry. <laughs> so uh, how would we we rank them? It's we could probably go on this topic for a bit. I think we basically re ranked it. Yeah, we I mean, talked for about what we would change. Yeah, so I think that you know, you can kind of compile that list and, you know, figure out where we stand on that. But the rest of his email, he says, also as bonus content, I managed to meme Darren. Spelled uh, incorrectly, so- but we'll go on from there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out, AJ. <laughs> uh, so the meme, we already posted it on a Facebook if you want to actually see the meme for yourself, but I'll go ahead and try to describe it a little bit. Basically, uh, the first capture or the first picture uh, is me 
obviously not interested in what is happening looking like it's a clip from the stream kind of like, like a, a drake meme a screen yeah exactly a screenshot from the from the stream of uh our podcast and me looking down not really interested in what's saying and then like that that little caption is aj talking <laughs> so obviously not very interested for whatever reason and then like <laughs> the next caption is me like very interested have my hand on my chin like you know very intently <laughs> <Go> listening. on <laughs> <laughs> and then the caption is aj mentioned shark tail <laughs> yeah it's pretty good I laughed pretty hard at that one. So uh, that these uh, emails from Tyler. So Tyler, appreciate your email. Um, and that was Dick the only man. email we received this week. So mm-hmm. definitely want to get more emails from people. Um, Keep it up, people. Come on, you're yeah. slacking. <laughs> we uh, we enjoyed this part. I know a lot of other people are really enjoying <clears throat> it too. So uh, yeah. send it if you're if you want to be part of the show and like you know just tell us your thoughts. Like it's something we enjoy doing. We enjoy hearing what you have to say. And also, of course, the memes are always you know generally pretty quality. So yeah, but. Um, Homework recommendations? So, you want to move on to that Homework recommendations. Uh, yeah. I for sure do. Okay. I have homework, and I, I purposely didn't mention this in my week. I've listened to Matt. You'll be the one who listens to this as well. Did you listen to Jesse Reyes's new album? Or album. I don't know if it's new. Like, I, I think she only is. has the one major release. Huh? I'm sorry? Uh, I was just saying, I don't even know who that is. Jesse Reyes. Uh, she was on one of the Eminem songs on Kamikaze. She... Uh was the singer girl at the very end uh she's very good she's a pop pop star uh again i think this is her first major album but i feel like she's been around for a couple years she just like guess she's the singer she sings the hook on like a bunch of rapper songs basically but uh her new album is incredible i really really dig it and so my recommendation is check out the album my homework to both of you is to check out the and i'll have a link in our discord under the homework section, she has a music video, a, uh, a live single take acoustic. There's like strings and piano, but acoustic cover to one of her songs called figures. Hmm. The video is beautiful, but she, I think is such an incredibly talented singer. She has like a weird, some people, I can see some people being turned off by it. She kind of has like a squeal kind of squeak to her voice, but to me it's really powerful. And so just, Check out Jesse Reyes's figures like, music video on YouTube. Like almost like Sia in, in a way, like a little bit. Like it's she has the same kind of like not. I wouldn't say she's as powerful as Sia. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely close in the conversation. Not as power. Not as powerful though. But she has a unique sound to her voice. Okay. That is definitely. I like it because a. I just think it's aesthetically pleasing. But I think it separates her from other pop stars. And uh, it's a very heartfelt song, and I just I love it. I think it's uh, it's a great song. I think the music video is really good. Cool. Who, um, uh, Darren? What you got? Yeah, uh, my recommendation is something I talked about earlier, and that's the dissect podcast. Um, regarding really anything, like just go on there, and if you're a podcast listener, which obviously if you're listening to this and you are, um, they're they've done like what like seven or eight seasons of different albums uh like beyonce jay-z kanye kendrick mm-hmm. so like you know find an artist on that podcast and listen to listen to it because it's it gives you a whole new appreciation for the artists that you like whenever you can see that there's like that much depth to what they're saying so that's definitely a recommendation that i would say just like go on there i mean they've only done eight seasons so it's if you don't like the artist then you're kind of stuck but regardless like i think even if there's one that you're like not sure about like if you you know beyonce is okay like maybe go on there and just listen and see what they say about beyonce's lyrics because i'm sure like yeah. <clears throat> there could no, be more to them you know so it was the times 2018 podcast of the year and uh 
if you if you're unsure about it, just if you know he does, like look through the list and if there's a song you like, that's actually how I I really test or heard of him was uh, I I'm like okay conceptually I like the idea of the the pitch of the podcast and I went to Love from Kendrick's Damn album because that's one of my mm-hmm. favorite songs on the album. Listen started listening to it and I'm like okay I need to go back right now and listen to <laughs> from the beginning. So yeah. yeah, if you're unsure about it, just check him out and see if there's a song on there you like and then you will very quickly like listen to the uh, beginning of the that season for that yeah. album but that's my recommendation i don't have any homework for you guys though so okay. matt do you have any recommendations or homework i don't got anything none okay all right well so that's gonna wrap this episode up of genre geeks tune in next week for our chip draft we're very excited yeah, for that buddy also i want to say thank you guys who listen to this podcast all the way through i looked at the analytics and we lose a bunch of listeners around 45 minutes it oh, dips really? for a bit and then it kind of picks up again towards the uh probably the you know three quarters of the way but i understand we, we go on a long time but for those of you who listen to us all the way through uh we'll come up with a formal way to gg you but <laughs> we appreciate you guys to listen to this all the way through and uh again so keep uh if you want to send us an email genregeekscast at gmail.com check out our facebook check out our discord uh channel where you can check out all of our polls our uh, homework and recommendations and stuff you can be a part of the show there and until next time bye